You know, that word's getting kind of old. It's not really funny anymore. Yeah, they're going to have to come up with a new swear word soon. Well, they can't use fag because you can't say fag unless you're a homosexual. Really? So we can't say fag? No, see, you got beeped. You mean you have to be a fag to say fag? That's right. Well, that's not fair. I should be able to say fag. That's hey, you didn't get beeped. Uh-oh. Well, 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 guess we learned something new about you, Jimbo, you friggin' fag. You want to make out or something? Uh, I fucked that up. How's it feel to listen to it at normal speed, Gaio? You are chalky as hell now. What did you do? Why did you do? What did you do? Why? Why are you always having issues? I didn't do anything. I'm just using my earbuds or my AirPods. I I was hoping that once your little audio came in, it'd be over with. So let me swap earbuds. I swear to Christmas, Christ checks. Gotta love technology. Every fucking time. This man, I swear, every time he comes on the show, it's got a new gadget, a new toy, a new something, and it never works the way it's supposed to work. He just Boom. doesn't. I hear you now. Yeah, yeah. You, you, just every time, it's new toys, new toys. Got to play with new things all the time. Hey, 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 hey! Don't hate on me because I like to buy and play with new toys. <laughs> I I can't hate on you. I can't. Um, but I have a question, guy, because I you wanted to. An I wanted to yell at this. Have you watched the The Walking Dead? Yes. With the spooky season coming up, what did you think? You, you said you've watched season one, right? What mm-hmm. did you think of the first season? Uh, I disliked it because it deviated from the comic a little bit. First couple episodes, and then uh, it just kind of went off the rails after that. Um, and just kind of got frustrated with it. But then also, like, the plausibility is not there for a couple of things not the zombie thing just other things in general and so anyways it's just annoying like the whole first part where he gets shot wakes up from a coma and it looks like he's been out in his sleep for like weeks and yeah my like i was we were in a work zoom meeting and one of my co-workers like the walking dead is the best show series whatever it's so good it's so great it's amazing and I was like, you know that like he wouldn't be alive, right? Like the series would have just never happened. He would have not been. There's no way that that man sustained. He, he wakes up in the middle of a room, pulls the shit out of him, right? He pulls the little, the little, the 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 the, the like IV drips and all that stuff out of him. Like that would have probably rusted in his veins. He there's no IV drip that lasts for that long to begin with. And secondly, like it looks like he'd been gone and out for like a couple of weeks. He'd be malnourished and on the verge of death by the time he woke up, if he even woke up to begin with. Oh yeah, no, the that that one of the bigger ones is when did all the hospital staff die? Because you know he was taken care of up to X point, and you know IV bags. I think it's up to eight hours depending on the trip rate. You know, eight to twelve, mm-hmm. and so you know somebody would have had to die, but it looked like the entire hospital was empty. So how did his room remain locked? Nobody walked in on him and ate him or killed him. So, yeah. That show is <laughs> shitty. <laughs> and then the, the whole... Yeah, it is. The whole love triangle bullshit. Like, could you could you imagine? You find you... Like, imagine this scenario. You, 
you, you find your wife. She's with your best friend, you know, for they were par- like they they've been best friends for God knows how long. And then they just they just leave it be that they like were fucking for the whole time. Like if if that was me, it would have been like, hey, oh, my God, Tony, I didn't know that you were alive. Sarah and I have been fucking. Uh, we're sorry. We bonded over your death. And so we were thing. My my apologies. Like that would have solved the fucking love triangle. Yeah. It turned out to not to be the best friend ever. Huh? Yeah, but then it wouldn't make for good television. It wouldn't be a good series or a good thing to like, oh, shit, are they going to tell? Are they going to find out? Is she going to pick him? Whatever. Which I think she was hot, the actress, when she was on uh, Prison Break. But uh, anyways. What what other glaring inaccuracies did you find that pissed you off? (sighs) Let's uh, Ignoring the whole zombie thing, because my biggest issue with zombies is that usually they go for brains or want brains, right? Or in this case, they just want to eat human flesh. But human teeth are not designed for rendering flesh. You know, like you cannot bite or or it takes a lot of work to bite, pierce through someone's skin, you know, just biting someone. Um, Leave bruises, whatever, but piercing the skin with human teeth is nearly impossible. Uh, So let's just forget that part. Uh, Just the whole the way or how quickly society devolved um and i forgot how the comic book had it because it, it was more plausible in the comic book of how things kind of deteriorated because they would explain things over time like it'd be a lot of flashbacks but in here it made it seem like it's been at least three months where, we, where we're coming into it three months to a year that you know the the zombie apocalypse has happened and it, it progressed so fast to where you know there's all these societies all these things are established and at the same time, you know, then you have these people, you know, still having kids and, and whatever, like, I don't know, in, in, in my view, there wouldn't be so much, there'd be like bonding and trying to, you know, um, have human connection and touching and feel and whatever, all that. But if you got pregnant, you would definitely go to try to find some plan being not have to have a kid and raise that because a screaming, squealing baby is going to ruin your chances for survival because they're going to scream, they're going to cry, they're going to be hungry, they're going to want to shit, and you're going to have zombies come to you. So that. Um, but my biggest complaint was how it deviated from the comic. And now I don't remember because it's been so many years since it came out and I stopped watching it right before, or a little before, halfway through the first season because I just got tired of, okay, I'm expecting to see, okay, how did this person end up coming in or how they're going to be represented or who's going to act for or portray this person and i'm like eh. and then it starts going deviating from the story whatever i'm like i don't care anymore um god what is it i remember fuck there's do you know what that zombie book is that's written through a diary yeah uh world war z that became a movie too no um where the guy is like a lieutenant or whatever in the hmm. army or some shit like that. Um, don't remember that one. The one I remember is uh, he was basically a journalist and he was going around collecting stories of people after. Uh, in the book, it was after the fact. Like you know, you're you're hearing people telling their stories of what happened, what led up to it, what happened during, and then how they survived it. Mm-hmm. The movie World War Z. I forgot if he was a journalist or if he was in the army or whatever but they were kind of like living through it um and the only thing i remember from the movie is there was like a scene where 
a bunch of zombies are running up to a wall and they're climbing over each other and they kind of jump to catch onto a helicopter. That's the movie you're talking about? No, because I remember World oh. War Z was the one that was made into um, with uh, there was actually I think Brad, Brad Pitt. Yeah, Brad Pitt. It was it was very well done. But there was a a a, a book that I remember reading about the zombie apocalypse that it was written through the eyes of like this army lieutenant, right? He 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 basically kept a diary of everything, <laughs> and when he like as he was writing this story, um, he actually ended up coming upon like a whole military thing, and he became in charge and he wrote it through his eyes. Uh, he, and then he, he found love and that was one of the, the big kind of things I, if I remember correctly in the book too, was like the, the whole aspect of like sex. It's like, don't let's not create kids in this universe because you don't want to have too many screaming, uh, uh, decoy devices. <laughs> screaming <laughs> decoy devices. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, oh, I would, yeah, never mind. <laughs> it's too dark. I don't see. I've I've thought about this before. Like, what happens in a zombie apocalypse? Like, I'm in Wisconsin, right? The heat will probably only last for so long up here. What am I gonna do with the boys, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I can't, I can't just let Helios go. Helios is dead within a month if I let him go. Blue will probably last for about six months. He's, he's crafty. He's quick. He can fly very well. But Helios sucks at flying. Like I don't know what I would do with those two if, if a zombie apocalypse happened. I'd um maybe like one of those oh man well it, I mean I have no idea because I don't know how big he is how much weight he can support but I'm thinking like a falconer you know how falconers have the mask to cover their eyes so they don't uh, see prey all the time mm -hmm. um, something like that but over their heads so that way if they squawk or you know cry or whatever they chirp or whatever the noise they make it'll be muffled so kind of mm. like a silencer ish type thing to shut them the fucky and then you know when you feed them you take it off but otherwise you just kind of unless you're indoors somewhere that's kind of soundproof you know not with he um i can hear helios from like the next the next call the sack over from that's how loud he is even in the middle of well, the house but see i don't know because they're 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 birds so i would imagine that zombies are like oh that's not food that's a bird and i can never catch them so it might it might work as an alert system for you because you know they're like oh that's a bird sound they're gonna fly off so maybe they're just letting other I, I doubt zombies are intelligent enough to to make these correlations, but basically, oh, that's not food. Like they, they just, you know, there's food sounds and not food sounds is what I would imagine they would see it. So then I think you would be safe with the birds. But do you think, because like in some movies, it's just any sound, any sound, they flock towards it, right? They flock towards that specific sound. That's that's the only thing that I worry about is that it's just like, oh, what if they, they flock towards sounds? Then I'm just like, all right, we're going to drive as far south as I can get. And then I'm gonna let the boys go. Like that that's that's basically what it's gonna come down to is like I'm gonna try to make it to the co one of the coasts where it's nice and warm and it's like, ah, uh, this is this is gonna be a fucking shitty ass day, but here you boys go. Good luck. Here's the forest and, and please don't die. You know, please live out the rest of your days, hopefully. But yeah, that that's my only like other than that, like if I didn't have those two, I'd like okay, like life would probably go on as normal. I just stay indoors more and have to like really forge for shit. Instead of, yeah, I don't know. Like, do you have a contingency plan? Yes, I have a contingency plan for 
a zombie-esque apocalypse or anything where um, transportation shuts down. Uh, it just kind of depends on how quickly things devolve and how fast I have to get there or if I can stay here. It just kind of depends on what the actual situation is. But uh, I, I don't know because, yeah, and like you say, in movies and shows, you know, any sounds attracts them, but usually those sounds are people knocking things over or humans you know, arguing, yelling, or, you know, it, it's always humans doing things. It's not animals. Cause I don't even think, I mean, cause dogs don't even bark. I don't think, or they do if it's a warning system, but you know, how, how fast do you think society is going to de- devolve if, if shit hits the fan? I mean, we, we kind of saw what happened earlier, a uh, couple yeah. years back. How, how fast do you think it takes before society as a whole is just, fuck it, we're done. Uh, if if we're talking specifically zombies, a a cataclysmic three. shift in in the in the world, yeah. not just not um, just like a zombie, but something that if we didn't completely all band together, deviated the course of human history. It it depends on if it affects transportation. So like COVID, where it slowed things down to a crawl, and we're still having the effects now, like with. Um, shipping things uh you know prices just kind of went up but that was more of because it can not because it it costs more um i think what what really would would determine that is if if whatever happens affects transportation like worldwide shipping uh truckers and all that that's going to be the biggest thing that determines whether or not or how fast it, it falls apart once it falls apart let's just say uh everything stops moving within a week like you know ships make it and that's it you know whatever left uh that's the that's the last thing that's going to move and truck drivers make their last deliveries that they're on and then just kind of go home or, or you know disappear or whatever i think we would have two to three weeks because i mean it's going to be raiding grocery shelves and from then on it'll just evolve so it's i think it's more of a transportation logistics issue supply chain once once that goes out the window we're we're done so as long as we can continue to keep the supply chains moving and things status quo with the the movement of goods we'll we'll be good to go it it'll it won't be as fast because you know the supply chains slow down things will go costs will go up people will start turning to more crime um there'll be um, looting, riots, uh, fighting, stealing from neighbors. So that would, I imagine that that would happen, that would build up versus skyrocketing. So, you know, if, because supply chain is always going to be affected, but if it's dead stop to supply chain, uh, crime skyrockets. Uh, population will probably go down because they can't go buy food. They're going to start killing each other. More people are going to die. But if it's a slow burn, um, you know, where, where things kind of just trickle down or slow down, then there'll be some pockets of, of crime here and there, but it's going to just increase uh, incrementally versus exponentially. So, in, in a timeline where it's an immediate shift in, in how the status quo is, how long do you think you could potentially last in, in a cataclysmic event? <laughs> Bless you. <clears throat> I'd be the last man standing wherever I go. Like I have no compunction on killing anyone. If you're not, 
if I didn't know you before, <laughs> you are just a tool for my use. Like I have the weapons to do so. I have no compunction on killing another human. Um, yeah. So if you're not with me, you or not useful to me, you are dead. Period. You're just dead weight. You basically are going to push the envelope for as long as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, unless I see where it's like absolutely hopeless. And, you know, if if it ends up being where everybody decides, you know what, I'm just going to kill myself because I don't want to have to die. And it ends up being like that TV show, uh, Last Man Standing, where like no matter where I go, any city I go to, nobody around, it takes me like, a year to see another human anywhere um then it'll be kind of frustrating and a struggle but then at the same time it just depends on um where i can find access to keep a substation going to keep electricity going or if i can find a place that already has solar but i imagine there's gonna be plenty of pockets of homesteads and places where people can survive and it'd just be annoying that i have to like work and help out in some type of co-op situation versus just commandeering it so i i've often wondered like what would happen if i was in the last man standing like i the first couple episodes is basically how i'd live my life with what he did just just fucking around finding shit like the the whole first couple episodes he's just driving across america and I'd yeah, hundred and ten percent. That is legitimately what I do. Just drive across America. I am the, I am the last person here. What does it matter? Why does it care? Nobody gives a shit. And then yeah, the the first woman that I came across, even if she was, yeah, hundred and ten percent, get it in. Just do my best to make it happen. I, yeah, I was I was I was funny because he was like with the, what's her name, Kristen Shaw. Like they're mm-hmm. okay, fine, we're together. And then who cares? Why would monogamy me a thing? Let's fuck it. We need to procreate. So I need to spread my seed and fuck everything. Yeah. This isn't, you know, this is community property right here. It's I not love... just for you. What was the other guy? The the big fluffy dude, Ted or I whatever? forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he ends up with uh January Jones Hillary Jones. And like, mm, I mean, I can see him, but no. This is there's no monogamy. No, 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 no. Even then, no monogamy. I love that. I love that whole part. I, I love how, how he got screwed. <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Uh, I honestly think I would only last about, like, six months, to be completely honest with you. I'd probably, like, if I didn't if I didn't find, like, a group of people to, like, cohabitate with or, like, to work with, I 110, I, fe- I feel like six months, six months is the longest I could last. I just, I have faith in myself, but I just also know the realism of, I'm going to wake up one day and just go, I don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> and hmm. Yeah. I just six months. So you wouldn't even give it an anniversary. Like, okay. Six months from when though, like six months when the shit hits a fan six months when, you know, uh, there's no more food. Like what's your six point mark? Like where does your six point start from though? The day that society completely devolves the day that it's mm. just like, it is, it is a hundred percent abundantly clear. You are either part of a clique or you are outside of that, that like, if you, when, when, when like, the, the cops and everything shuts down and, and it's, it is abundantly clear that you are on your own or you're part of a group. That is my start point. I, I, I feel like if I don't find a group that I can click with or that I can work with, I, I'm, I'm dead in six months. I'm, I'm not shy about it. I'm probably dead in six months. Like the only real skills that I have are IT 
and defense. That's it. That's where I come into play. I can shoot. I can set up a perimeter. I can shut up, set up a, you know, a, a shoot house. I can do all that fun shit. But beyond that, I am fucking useless. Hmm. I think in that six months, so you, well, so you wouldn't want to be a part of a clique. You'd just be on your own then? Well, of course, it'd be down south, right? I'd sound like a, a country boy from Wisconsin, and, you know, and then I'd have to let my birds go free because I'm not going to keep them around. I'm going to try to get as far right. south as I can. I think I could potentially find somebody, but I just have a feeling that from from six months on, if I don't find somebody, I'm dead. I'm, if I'm on my own, I'm fucked because I'm kind of like you. I I may hesitate that first shot, but after about shot number five or ten, everyone's dying, noggin knockers all around. I don't give a fuck unless I find a group of people. So, hmm. okay, yeah, I don't have much faith in myself at all. Well, before that happens, I'll call and find you, and then we'll link up and do shit. <laughs> I'm such a bitch. I'm. I, I know it. It's. It's not. It's not pretty. The annoying thing is, I wonder, so let's just, you know, what, what I wonder is if, um, I guess it's all automated, because how can you pay for electricity, and then who's going to keep the electricity running? Um, yeah, so it'd have to be something like just completely solar, just to be able to play video games all the time, just fucking sit here, play video games, <laughs> go to different neighbor's houses, steal their canned foods, and eat whatever, you know? I don't think I'd want to steal any of my neighbor's canned foods i've been in the uh, i've been in a few of my neighbor's homes let's just say there's very few of them i'd want to enter or steal from because it'd be like stealing in the in the, yeah like I'm, I'm pretty sure have i told you about my neighbor i'm pretty sure he's got some dead bodies buried there like legitimately like either this guy doesn't know what a shower is or like he's he's got a dead huh. body there yeah Ooh. it's 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 bad like um he uh he's asked to he's asked to borrow my jeep to jump jump his car once or twice and usually i'll go out i'll jump it for him i don't really care he's got dude's the most unlucky motherfucker i've ever met in my life but like i was like i was working and i was like man just go jump it yourself my car i had to air it out febreze it and drive down the highway with the windows down to like d d like smell it it was like I don't know if the guy knows that he smells that bad or lives in that bad, but like you get close to his trailer and you're like, fuck him. But he owns the trailer. So there's not like a whole lot you can really do. And I'm pretty sure the woman that he was married to divorced him. And so his kid no longer lives there. The woman no longer lives there. So I, I'm like, I don't know if I can like, Hey man, like this house smells bad. Like maybe try to find a dead body there. Like it's, it's bad. You could call anonymously and make your, you could, well, you should be able to um, call a non-emergency number, uh, use a Google voice number and call in like from two or three different ones. Um, and then say, Hey, you know, I, I don't know, this place stinks. I don't know if it's a dead animal or a dead body and just kind of make it seem like it's a welfare check. Yeah. So, but like that, that's, that's my whole thing is that, because uh, one time my neighbor's uh, kid was just like having crocodile tears or something like that, so it was like it was like it was like twelve thirty at night, right? I just finished watching like an action movie and I hear some shit and I'm like, am I just envisioning something from the movie? Like I gotta just be it's like it's not a big deal, right? Not a big deal. And I, 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 I go back to whatever I was doing on my phone. I was like, I swear to God, I'm, I'm hearing somebody scream. I hear somebody losing their shit. 
And so I open my front door, and I'm sitting there for a minute just trying to listen. And right before I close the door, I hear this kid scream, get the fuck out of my room. I was like, oh, okay, there's some shit going on. So I call 911, and I'm, like, talking to 911. I'm like, hey, yeah, this is Jared. I'm, I'm reporting, like, uh, possible domestic disturbance or something like that. And the lady's talking to me. Uh, the 911 operator's talking to me, and she's like, can you go visit the, the house? What's the house number? I read off the trailer number. And then she's like, hey, is there a vehicle nearby? I was like, lady, this is a trailer park. We've got cul-de-sacs. There's, there's vehicles everywhere. She's like, can you at least go find a vehicle that might be close to it? And as I'm walking over... The kid screams again, and like I'm right outside the trailer, and the dispatcher goes, "Oh, is that the little girl?" I was like, "Yes, ma'am." And she's like, "Are you comfortable to go check out the vehicle?" I was like, "Yeah, I was security forces in the in the Air Force, right? I was a cop. I used to kind of do this stuff." So I feel like if I call up, I'm like, "Hey, it might smell like a dead body." They're gonna go, "How do you know what a dead body smells like?" You know what I mean? And then I go into the, "Oh, I was prior military, da 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 da," but I want it to be anonymous. You know, so I just feel like they're going to have a lot of questions afterward because after the kid was done screaming, they came over and chatted with me. I was like, oh, good. Now my neighbor knows I was the one that called on him. And that's just the last thing that I want is for them to be like, oh, go talk to the Air Force guy that lives over there. He probably knows what's going on. So, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's again, that's the point of making an anonymous call through the non-emergency line with the Google voice number. Um, Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Even if they try to trace it, best case or worst case, uh, use a burner $20 phone and use like a McDonald's Wi-Fi mm. and then give it to like a homeless person. Yeah, that would be a, like you can you can buy a flip phone for like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just go 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 pay some. No, because you could pay. No, no. I, I, yeah, fuck. Dude, that's so bad that we can think of how to do this. It's like we just pay somebody $20, walk in, get us a phone, give them 40 bucks back. And that's a lot of work just to call in a complaint. I'll just use my Google voice number. <laughs> that's, that's not. <clears throat> I wonder if you, I wonder if you, if you Google my Google voice number, if it pulls up my podcast. <laughs> Cause I put it, um, I, I put it there all the time. Oh, that number. Yeah. Um, that, that number that nobody's ever texted me on. What is it? Uh, fast people search. Yeah, just go to Fast People Search and put in the phone number, see what pops up. But I'm pretty sure it'll just say um, uh, uh, VOIP number and and no information. Let me see. Let me put in my one. Uh, Yeah, see, now you got me thinking. Oh, shit. Yep, (laughs) pull straight up to my feathers and friends. It's just a simple (laughs) Google search. They're like, yeah, we know who called this in. So just make a new one. Just make a, a new one. What's my other one? Uh, damn. So, okay, so don't use that number. Now I know. Hey, click to. The fuck? That is hilarious. Uh, fuck, what is that other number? Hang on. Now, now I'm curious because the other one, one I use for um, uh, whenever you sign up for rewards at any store, that's the, um, you know, Walmart, uh, Walgreens, the uh, the rewards program that you punch in and you get your discounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck is my other number though? Fuck. Mm-hmm. Settings. Ah, six two seven. You give them a fake number. No, I always give them um, uh, a Google Voice number. Ooh. Huh. Interesting. So that one's attached to 
uh, okay, so one is attached to like everything I have, mm -hmm. but the other one is only attached to my last address, but nothing, nothing current. Did you move okay. again? No, I, I moved like my camera or oh. I moved my setup. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you're probably used to seeing that. That side. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> okay. So I gotcha. Yeah. Basically, just moved my computer from one corner to another corner. So now it's facing the door. What I constantly do, just constantly move around the apartment. Yeah. Oh, shit. I can't use that number either. Fuck. What? No. So I have a couple. So uh, on the second number, it's associated with other numbers that I've used. Mm -hmm. So, hmm. So just make a new Google Voice number. Let's see. Let's do an experiment. Let's make. What's another Gmail account I use or have? Uh -oh. <laughs> Mr. Pib. Always. Hmm. I got a I got a nope. two for one uh, two for one going against Mark here, where uh, we we have the Mountain Dew game of the week, just like Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp used to have, and and we have a lot. I have I, I have two games riding on it because we're we're two to two two to two uh, in betting, and I really don't want to buy him, you know, three twelve packs of 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 Dr Pepper, Mister Pib. Yeah, those are expensive too. Um, trying I, to buy them online. I've shipped, I've shipped one to his house. I lost pretty big, dude. It took his Navy Federal Credit, like th Credit Union, like three weeks to send me a check. <laughs> it was so bad. It was. Uh... He, wait, he couldn't Venmo you? Like why? Why? I'm confused. I don't. I don't like using Venmo. I don't like using that shit. Okay. I don't know. It's it. It's weird. I think he just like. I didn't have Venmo at the time either. I don't. I don't use those digital pay apps or whatever. Like the only one that I really liked was Zelle and you guys don't use Zelle. I do. You just go straight to the bank. Yeah. Also, my new bank doesn't like Zelle, which is dumb. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, we were kind of talking about that a while ago. Okay. Now let's see yeah. what this number comes up. All right. So I just created a brand new one. Okay. Brand new. Um, it's new to me. Might have been, you know, something else before, but let's see. Uh, the fuck? The suspense is killing me. I know, right? Okay. Free search. <clears throat> Could not find any results based on your search criteria. Yeah, so just create a new Google Gmail, Google voice number with the Gmail account that you never use or that's spare that you've never created before, make that phone call and never use it again. I could, I could do that because I've got, um, I'm technically breaking the terms of service on two accounts. Well, now one, because I've deleted the other one. But Gosh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, I, dude, I don't fucking care. That shit has not panned out for me at all. <laughs> fucking. Well, you live in the middle of nowhere. No, I know, I know. I. It's whatever. I genuinely don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. It's it's getting to the point where I'm frustrated as shit. It's it's so bad. I, I even no, no matter what I do or where I go, it just it feels fruitless. I guess is is the word that I could use. Yeah. No. I I can imagine that considering 
how difficult it is. Because even for me, like I'm not saying I'm better looking or anything. I'm just saying that it's difficult for me after a certain point because only when I travel is it when it works for me, whenever the zip code changes for me is when dating apps, square quotes, work. That I'm, you know, at the front of the line, I get pushed up and I make some decent matches or at least matches with women that are on or near my level. So I think, I think I'm a six and I think I get matched with five to sevens, sometimes an eight or nine, but usually five to eight range when I travel. It's because you're new. Exactly. But then once I'm, once I'm there for a while or once, you know, the, the zip code doesn't change, then I start getting ones and twos, like cons- consistently ones and twos, like overweight, wildebeest, old, ugly, you know, like even with filters, they don't look good type matches. And so I just don't even use it. So I can imagine how bad it is. And this is me going to major cities like <laughs> Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Phoenix, Vegas, uh, you know, all over California, whatever. And so I can imagine where with you in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, you know, you get the uh, the cream of the meth or cream, cream of the, the rock or whatever out there. So um, it's actually a really bad problem in the two other cities yeah. around me. So, you know, I, I can imagine how difficult and how um, uh, self-esteem deteriorating, attacking, whatever. It's it it's be. not the, it, my self-esteem doesn't deteriorate because of it. It just, it's all right, cool. I just shitty match. But like earlier today, like uh, I know that you probably are going to hate me for this, but I went on Redditor for Redditor, right? You know, I went on there just to try to have a conversation with somebody. This one girl posted a brilliant, like little expose about herself. I read it. I read over a ton of things about her and this is just how bad and how fast it can devolve into shit. Like, I, I threw out my little icebreaker just having a little bit of a conversation with her. And she's like, oh, I can't go anywhere without my laptop or a cell phone because I'm always connected to work. I can't take a, you know, I can't take a, a, a three-week vacation. I was like, all right, well, in this fantasy scenario where you can just do whatever you want to do, like, what is it? She's like, oh, I just can't leave work. It's like, all right, well, you have fun with work then. Like, I can't, I can't pull any creativity out of somebody. And this other girl that I was chatting to on Facebook dating, two real good messages back and forth. And I was like, hey, I was like, do you have any questions for me? I've asked you a ton of questions here. You know, I've, I've learned a good bit about you. Do you have any questions for me? And just gone. No questions, no nothing. I was like, wow. Like, like really? You don't want to know the people you're talking to, like, at all? Like, that's kind of weird. <laughs> like, um, I'm guessing she's under 30, that last one. She was... Uh, the one who just disappeared after I asked her if she had any questions. She was actually, I can pull it up right now. Oh, I knew that if she was like over 30, if she was under 30, it would have been, it would have been no bueno. Um, Oh no, this was, this was somebody else. Um, Oh, she did. She deleted the match. Cool. Uh, I think she was like 32 or 33. Okay. So yeah, still, I should have, yeah. Plus minus two, but, uh, and then it's also, I guess, a regional thing too. But for the most part, women in larger cities don't even care to get to know the guy. All they care about is where you can take them out to eat and how much money you can spend on them. By and large, when it's uh, dating apps or anything online, they they will bother to get to know you if you have money and if you seem cool and if you're attractive. Otherwise, they're just there until they find somebody that piques their interest enough to to entertain them or keep them excited like that's the experience i've seen 
with online stuff. And with a smaller place, I don't think they get the options to be taking out, but I think they still have that expectation of wanting someone that's amazing and great looking and has money. And they're just kind of like, okay, well, until I find that guy, I'm just going to pick the best option of who's messaging me now is the vibe I'm guessing. But like, you swiped right on me for some fucking reason. Like that that's my whole thing. It's like, ooh, I gotta swipe right. Like that's dope to me. That that adds the dopamine, but it's just like what do you like I I make no bones about what you're swiping right on. You're getting a very nerdy IT kind of guy who, you know, likes disc golfing, who likes to have coffee, and I wear a fucking kilt. Like I have I have zero my social battery is pretty low. Uh and when I do go out it, it dies at the most inopportune times. Like you know what you're getting yourself into. Why? I just, it, it baffles my mind that if you, sw- I, I don't know if it's just kind of like a, a, a cultural thing, but like if you're interested in somebody, you, you swipe right on them. Why don't you have that conversation with them? You know, like just attempt to get to know that person. Like, is, is that not weird or? That's just too much work. Why bother getting to someone? This is my perception, perspective, um, collation of data is why bother getting to know someone or not even the, the getting to know them it's the effort of maintaining a relationship because relationships are work you just can't don't have anything perfect from the start so i think it's once the honeymoon phase is over once you're no longer interesting once you're no longer fun or once you start challenging them mentally challenging them to where they have to think versus just enjoying the moment and having fun then they're like oh well let me just go find someone else because he's boring and it's not that you're boring it's the fact that they're not excited. They expect excitement 24-7. They expect happiness 24-7. And it's a lot easier to swipe right on someone else than to put in the effort to get to know someone, um, learn their hobbies, be a friend to them, uh, conflict resolution. So that's usually the things that I try to tell people, hey, look, it, it's not perfect. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. Everything's going to take work. And you know, you've, you luckily have changed some, or not luckily, but I think you've changed a lot from when we first met. Before, it's like, oh, she doesn't do this? Fuck her, it's over. I'm like, that's not how relationships work, bro. Like, you gotta, you, you gotta give a little bit. You know, you gotta, no. like, give her the benefit of the doubt. You gotta listen to her problems. And then, okay, oh, that's what you're mad about. Now, nah, fuck you then. Okay, th- at least hear out why they're mad. Not just, oh, you're mad? Fuck you, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Um, but I mean... You know, at least you're will- you were willing to change and you're, you're ticking over. You're still, I think you still need some work in that aspect, but. I need a lot um, of work. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine women, they don't have to. They, why, what's the incentive for them to bother to learn to work to get better if there's a thousand dicks being thrown at them every single day? You know, um, so apparently with the iPhone 16.3, I think is, is, is that where it's at? No, the iOS? Uh, yeah, it's uh, 17.1 or 01 or 02 right now. Fuck. I didn't know that it upgraded. By the way, you have a ghost who tried to sneak into your room. Oh, that was kind of funny. The door swung oh. open. Yeah, I think somebody oh. was trying to sneak in. But yeah. uh, apparently, I think as of like 16.3, one of the one of the most recent iOS updates, you can't like uh, – there's, there's an app that I used to love to use. Um, it was just like spoof, spoof tracker or whatever. Like you could put your GPS somewhere – and then you just restart your phone. It would run in the background and it would it would just basically go, oh, you were here instead of there, right? A GPS spoofer. You can't do that on I- iOS 
you can do that via a computer app. And I, uh, I was helping a friend of mine, um, which I'd, I had used the Gaio advice that I'd received in the past, trying to help her out uh, with the with the situation at hand with with the guy that she was talking to, and I. I had nothing to do for the night. I had no business doing this, but I did. So I created a fake Bumble profile, right? Um, and I spoofed my location through iOS to where her quote-unquote boyfriend was. I will tell you, holy shit. Like, I was looking at some of the guys, and like, and this was a smaller town than where I was from in Wisconsin, hmm. right? And I looked at that. I was like, God damn. Like, that's what I'm up against sometimes? And like, I'm looking at some pretty fucking dope-ass profiles I found her her supposed boyfriend that she was dating uh, on there who was very, very active. But I just I looked at a lot of those profiles and it's just no, I get it. I totally get the whole the, the whole swipe mentality. It's just like if if this one guy doesn't do anything, I can swipe left and I can swipe three more times to the right. And I've got a pl- I've got like three matches that are above, if not equal, uh, equal, if not above to where he, they were at before, just on physical looks alone. And, and, you know, what people present on profiles. And it was just insane to me. And, and I've, I've done it before, like once or twice, just to like see what the the, the enemy was. But holy shit, <laughs> like it's it's sometimes I just I get flabbergasted. I'm like, how? How have, how are these guys still on the dating apps? Like, how are they still on these dating apps and not found somebody? Because they look like they'd be perfect for some of the people here. Like, you know, they're all, all bar photos, all this, all that. And you're like, fucking, yeah, that's what a lot of women, I want to go out. I want to, yeah. You're like, fucking, there's like 10 right there. Go for it. Yeah, because it, it goes back to the whole hookup culture and the whole dating apps. Like, the dating apps are the problem in itself itself. And women generally speaking by and large don't want to accept reality like or they think what they their perception of reality is in the little bubble so they think that's what it should be and what i mean is a uh, nba player would hook up with um melissa the heavyset actress that she's always does funny little shit um crap melissa something but heavyset woman right an NBA player, NBA player will hook up with a heavyset chick, um, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy um, will hook up with a girl like that. He mm-hmm. will not take her out of public. He will not go out on a date with her. He will not do anything with her where he can be seen with her. However, that Melissa McCarthy type woman, shaped woman, will believe, oh, I hooked up with this NBA player. I hooked up with this rapper. I hooked up with so-and-so. And every time they come into town, they come and see me, right? Or they call me. And it might not be every time. She might think every time he comes to town, but I think it's more every time he comes to town and his entire roster doesn't answer their, his phone or his message, then he goes to her. So he, she's his last option. She, however, thinks that she can pull any guy that's of this quote-unquote caliber, that has money, that's an NBA player, that's a rapper, that whatever. And so in her mind, she thinks only these guys are worthy to even talk to me on dating apps. And so... That's the assumption is that they these guys have to be amazing. They have to be great. They have to be good looking. They have to have a lot of money. And if they don't, then they're not worth my time. Like they're wasting my time because I'm amazing. And it's, it's self-entitlement, self-inflation uh, uh, of their self-worth. And it's not true. Yes, those guys will hook up with them, but those guys will not date them. And these women keep holding on to the idea that if I hook up with this guy, then I can date this guy because this is my level. And you and I both know, yeah, we'll hook up with an ugly, 
disgusting, overweight, old, whatever, but we do not want to be seen in public with them. We want someone that looks at least as good as us or, you know, plus minus one. You know, if we're a five, we want a four, five, or six. We'd be thrilled to have an eight that, you know, is great in bed, good looking, and, you know, good girlfriend, but you're not going to get everything in what you want. So <laughs> I'm over here, that's... like, I have a second PC. <laughs> do you want to play video games with me? <laughs> I mean, you know, that that's the dream, you know, hey, come play video games with me. Hey, come do this, you know, whatever, um, hang out. But, uh, and, you know, have quality time. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's just kind of crazy. And that's just this revolving door of things is even those good looking guys that you saw that were your quote unquote competition, those guys still have a, have a hard time because girls, oh, well, I can just find another good looking guy because I've got you. I can find another one. They're dumb as a box of rocks. Mm-hmm. I that is that is genuinely why I don't like to date as high up as like the the eights and nines that I've I've noticed the the few and maybe this is just uh, selective data I guess as it were um, but the the eights the the eight or nine that I was with just dumb as a box of fucking rocks like she she was good in a few things um, but anywhere else it was just like nothing just blissfully ignorant in in all topic topics and genres and talking to her was f- like fucking pulling teeth it was bad it was so bad but do you think that guys also have that issue as well too where the good looking dudes constantly pull those women who are exceptionally looking or something like that where they get that inflated self that self ego as well too where it's like oh well i was able to get so and so and so they only swipe right on the the very high class women or the uh, what wh- what is what is that phrase that goes around the internet a high value woman there you go that fucking stupid phrase I, I have issue with some of that the whole high value man high value woman because again it's it's perception um, you know the idea oh well I'm worthy of this but uh, I to specifically your question I think. The, those good-looking guys that find, air quotes, good-looking women that are high value. Um, I think the, the issue there is they, the women, think they can find a better man. It's always a constant search for something better. Because, again, why bother having to develop relationship skills and communication skills, and especially conflict resolution? That's like the biggest one. If without conflict resolution, you're not going to move forward with a relationship. And so... If they're not willing to do that, why should they bother doing that and learning and improving and becoming a better person if they can find someone else easily until they get mid-30s and realize, oh, shit, you know, the great-looking guys they used to get so easily aren't that often or aren't that frequent. So, Speaking of conflict resolution, I'm going to take a hard left here. How long do you think Eric and I could go to a couples therapist before they realize we're not totally married? Oh man! Like, how long do you think Eric um, and I could put up that facade? Because it, it's it's been it's been mentioned a half dozen times on File and Entertainment. How long do you think him and I could legitimately keep the keep up some sort of semblance before the therapist is like, "You two fuckers aren't married, are you?" Um, I don't know, because, uh, from my understanding about gay couples is. Gay men usually last forever, like men in general, just pragmatic. So as far as like divorce rates, um, gay men have the lowest, 
lesbians have the highest and then heteros are like in the middle. Um, gay, gay men divorce rate is like hovering around 10%. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, heteros were 56-ish, 58-ish. And of course, this is census, 2020 census data. Um, and lesbians are 70, 67, 71, somewhere in that range, depending on if you're using census data or if you're using, um, uh, shit, what's the other one? Not to pepper, because it's Department of Public Health. Oh, fuck. But anyways, um, so yeah, it's it's crazy. So that you would go in there and have the, because you don't have to be two effeminate men or two, you know, whatever. You can just be both who you are. Um, I think you could probably pull it off for years, you know, because <laughs> you don't have to be affectionate with each other there. It's not like you have to play or whatever. You can have any type of beef you can bring in for work. It's just, um, I, I would love to see that as like a TV show <laughs> or a podcast. It's like, hey, you know, we need to record these sessions or to just record, you know, like have the cameras on you. So you're not showing the therapist unless they want to be on. But that would kind of ruin the therapist relate the therapist um, um credibility, I would think, because oh, this therapist is trying to build help relationship, help your relationship, even though you weren't in a real relationship it's just a a friendship that you're pretending to be gay to you know see how long you can get over on a therapist um i mean i think if you were with a woman it would probably be a little more obvious sooner because you know the facade wouldn't go through i don't know like if 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 i ever won the lottery that would be the first thing i would do it's <laughs> just like eric guess what we're doing it we're doing it and just like we we'd have the we'd have the like the fake marriage podcast or something like that right and just just like we, we we'd go to therapy we'd we'd have our first like session and then like every time we'd have a session we'd create an episode about it where we'd talk about like the the relationship what we what we started off with and then we'd be like all right so next week you know the next session this is what we're gonna do this is how we're going to quote unquote progress and then we're just gonna go until the therapist is like it either the podcast gets too big and the therapist is like hey so there's this podcast i heard you know or or it's just like yeah no they found out about us like they they got us right <laughs> you know? uh, i you know i think one topic i can think of is that i think he's straight because he is so into miss marvel like allison brie or whatever no brie brie Larson. whatever her name is that one brie like okay i get he she's she is pretty blah 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 but i think he's straight or you know he wants her as a he wants a woman as a hall pass can you believe that you know whatever you know that could be a total episode there it could even be like an arc you're not gonna believe what his man cave is created by all right it's brie larson everywhere he's even got a pinup play doll on you know like just fuck it yeah you could you could 100 percent go off on that dude i i i think i think with my passion uh, to just like be passionate about anything, I think we could at least, at least, a session a month for a year. Keep it up. At some point in time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of get wore out unless it like, you know, like it, when you keep up a facade for so long, you you either just like give into it, and that's just you, and then there's a certain part where you're just like, ah, this is boring. <laughs> I don't know how long it would wear off though. I would say do. 
two a month. One with the male therapist, one with the female therapist. <clears throat> Just kind of see how that goes. See, see how they, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> how do you think they would even broach the subject? Yeah, you guys are fucking with me, aren't you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm guessing you had to do Zoom because you're both, you know, logistically. Well, I mean, everybody would be Zoom. Or no. you can go and you're if you're a millionaire, you can move in and whatever. Exactly, exactly. See, <clears throat> if I if I won the lottery, I would I would I would probably buy a house down in Chicago or that uh, Naperville. Yeah, Naperville is where he lives. The greater area of Naperville. There's some nice houses down there. There are. I definitely yeah. No, I'd I'd move down there and then probably go see somebody in person or like have one of those therapists that like comes over to your house or some shit like that. <laughs> and I'm just do you, I don't think they do that. Do they? If you're rich enough, they do. Dude, if you're rich enough, yeah, you can I have guess. doctors come visit you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're doing this because we need to go and review the footage, make sure that, you know, you're not, um, what is it, uh, you know, siding with him or siding with me or whatever, just kind of, we're, we're recording this for our blah, blah, blah. Oh, don't worry about the woman there that's wearing the ring that that's very akin to the one that he's wearing. She's just here for... Pure, pure third-party purposes. That's not his wife or anything. No, it would just they would it would be at your place because you know you have the whatever. My place would be no, worse. But then, oh, but then, you, then he'd have to have another man cave with all the stuff that he has, so that way you know they can see your. I, I don't know. I love Eric to death, but I'm not recreating his man cave with his love to Brie Larson. It, no, my man cave is going to have a lot of other things down there instead. So I, I think his home that he's built with his wife uh, would be a great place because it. It's it's really got a good woman's touch at his house. It really, really does. <laughs> and I, I feel like the dogs and the cats le- lead credence to it. I'm like, D- you're not going to get... Look, I love Wrigley, but that cat hates me. It's it's his cat, and his cat never opens up to me. Wrigley hates me. I don't know why. Like, it just... it. I feel so defeated, and I, f- I don't even feel like this is my own home. <laughs> so, you, would you then, since you're a millionaire... To send her a shopping. Here's a thousand bucks. Go shopping. Come back tonight. You know, whatever. And see, and also see how long it takes for her to catch on that there's a whole thing coming on, right? Like, hey, we're gonna play video games. We just want to hang out. Blah blah blah. We'll clean yeah. up our mess. Here, okay. here's five hundred bucks. You know, once a month, whatever. You know, do not come back to the domicile within twelve hours. <laughs> yeah, or come back in six, whatever. Six, eight. You know, just leave. Well, no, because I would, I would, I would hijack Eric. Genuinely, hide. Well, even with you, because I'd have you move up to Naperville too. I'd hijack. No, you. I won't. What? I'm, I'll visit you in the summers. You're not going to move me there. No, yeah. I'd hijack you and and Mark for fucking hours at a time. Like, no, we are playing video games, motherfuckers. I have all of this money. We have all these PCs. Let's just play video games for like six, twelve hours. That is what we do today. Oh yeah, no, Tony, I can do that. I thought you meant like come in and do the whole move into Naperville and, and do the whole uh, therapist thing. I mean, I'm willing to do it, but I'm not going to do it year round. Like willing to do it, but I'm not going to do it year round. Like once Dr. Vegas, like why, you know, uh, why would you come up? To, why wouldn't you move up North? Cause it's fucking cold in the winter. That's why I don't like snow. <laughs> oh. right. Yeah. It's not that. Like, if you have it, if, if you have enough money, you're going to buy me a little multifamily home down in Vegas that generates income. So in this in the winter we go down there, and in the summer we come back up to Naperville or wherever you want to live up north in the whatever. See what I can do is I can buy the multifamily home, 
And then when you move up for the winter, oh, sorry, Guile, somebody made me an offer I couldn't refuse. Good luck now. You're stuck here. <laughs> no, the house would be in my trust. It wouldn't be in, in your name. I'm not that dumb. <sighs> That's not at all where we thought it would, was going to go, did it? No. No. <laughs> but also, we, we're not even talking about why I'm even on the show episode. No, no, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Now does it? <laughs> No, because you you basically this this was Gaio going. Hey, I'm going to be on the episode, the next one, and I said okay. So that's that's why. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We were talking on another episode, uh-huh. and it... and there we go. He was muted. Look at that. His his opinion doesn't matter because just okay. Unmute yourself. You can unmute yourself. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Um. But yeah, I mentioned that I'm a video editor now. Like, wait, what? You're what? And I was like, yeah, we can talk about it on your episode tomorrow or next time. Because you were also saying you needed to do an episode and you didn't have anything. And we were all going to jump on last night, but you didn't want to get um, a roasting of Jared again. So yeah, we just no. said, okay, well, fine. I'll just come on by myself. So, so that's why I, I'm here. I, I am. I'm, we're an hour into the pot. This is probably going to be one of the longer episodes that I've done in a while. Like, I know you were basically supervising a bunch of kids. Like, being, being much. basic. Yeah, being basic <clears throat> maintenance. I guess first off, how did you get the job editing? Um, so when I was a maintenance manager at another place, um, I made friends or I was friends with a lot of the production people. And uh, one of them, uh, I stayed in touch with him. Like my, my kind of thing was on our Fridays because uh, it was a split shift. So it was Monday to Wednesday night or Wednesday to Sunday morning. I forget what it was, but whatever our last day of the week was, uh, at like six in the morning, we'd go get breakfast together. We'd go to mm-hmm. different restaurants. And so, you know, we rotate through a bunch of people, but, you know, through that, I make some friends. And one of those guys, we kind of stayed in touch with for a couple of years. And uh, out of the blue, I just hit him up like, hey, man, what's going on? And then I saw that he came on my feed that he's helping out homeless people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he just walks up to him, telling, hey, how are you doing? You know, what do you need today? And he'll go buy them food or go buy them clothes, whatever they need and give them tents and backpacks full of clothes and stuff. And um, so I was talking with him and kind of like, you know, pushing him towards ideas of, hey, try different things or whatever. And he was saying, yeah, you know, he's he's so busy because he's got to record everything, go buy all the stuff, then do the editing. And at that point, I was already doing editing for my podcast and I was being lazy. And it was right around the time I started pushing off my editing towards you. Mm-hmm. And because um, I was trying to teach him how to use DaVinci because he was uh, an Adobe Premiere guy and he was also complaining about, oh, you know, it always crashes and then I got to start all over and, you know, the last two hours is wasted and this, that and the other. And I told him, dude, like with DaVinci, even if it does crash, you might lose the very last thing you clicked on. Like yeah. worst case scenario, you lose the last click. Um, but for the most part, it's database driven. It's going to, you know, always going to have everything's going to always be saved. It'll open right back up to where you were. Like I said, maybe you lose the last click, period. Like it, it just always works. And it's stable and this and the other. And if you want to edit the audio, if you want to edit um, like uh, Fusion or, you know, 3D effects, it's all in there. You don't have to open up After Effects. You don't have to open up Audition, audition or change all the things. It's all in DaVinci. DaVinci so, is amazing. I, 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 I have to, I have to, I have to butt in. I have ever since I found DaVinci before you, which by the way, thank you for the upgrade. I appreciate that. Uh, I've I think the the most I've ever lost was 10, 10 to twenty minutes worth of my work. 
you know, that is the most I've lost in any edit session. The shit is so easy, and the free version, there's so much to do. You can do literally, like, uh, three quarters of everything. The super awesome sauce shit is the, the stuff that you upgrade, and I can see why people pay for the licensing. Uh, again, thank you, by the way, for the licensing, but holy shit, I have to... I had to just say it. The most I've ever lost with DaVinci was about 20 minutes worth of work. And that was because I was just being lazy and I didn't say fast enough. Sorry. Continue though. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like uh, it's funny. Like I, for some reason, I, I am totally more of a DaVinci fanboy than Mac and I'm a pretty big Mac fanboy. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it's just funny because other content creators, like there's a hypnotherapist that now has a podcast and, you know, it was kind of like talking to me, Hey, what do you use? And I just went off on DaVinci, like, oh yeah, this, 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 and this, I love it. Um, the, the boost or the bonus to the paid version is like captions. Like that's the biggest one that helpful for whatever. And actually your license comes from him, the guy that I'm working with, cause he bought a oh, speed nice. editor. He bought one of these. And so then that comes with the license and I was like, oh, well I already have a license. He already had, cause he also bought a bunch of cameras. Like he bought a bunch of uh, these cameras blah 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 the oh, black magic whatever nice so he's got he's got three of them in the studio and so he has one for the office one for the studio one for his house um one for his girlfriend and then the speed editor came with another one so one of those is the one you got and he's got the other three but um anyways so i was working with him trying to show him how to do it and i told him yeah and if you want you know i can i can probably dedicate um you know, like one week a month where I can do like two or three to help you out because, you know, work is kind of slow. I can kind of do an edit here and there and chop up a little bit of stuff. And he was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. But he was also looking to hire an editor to be able to take over the editing so he can record more. So the more he's recording, the more he can help, the more he can put up, excuse me, the more he can put out and uh grow the channel he's already at like two million followers so nice or nice. two two million on um crap on different platforms like he's got two million i think on tiktok eight hundred thousand on youtube hundred ish on instagram i forgot what he said on his facebook page but he's got different platforms he's pretty big not huge but you know decent size and um you know enough to where he can afford to hire me as a video editor and that's kind of like where it all started from um but then, you know, having the experience of video editing for myself for another couple podcasts that I was either a co-host on or just kind of helped like was a producer with. And um, I was already tired of, of being in maintenance, being a manager for years. But, you know, it's hard to transition over to something else. Like I could move over to operations manager, a different type of manager, but it's still bullshit. You still got to deal with dumbasses having to hold children's hands and you know, deal with stupid little squabbles sometimes or deal with other departments that either don't want to work with you or think that their, their department's more important or whatever. Like everything works together. You have to work together. And they're like, oh no, well, this, that, and the other, I don't have time to give you the machine because we need production numbers. I'm like, okay, but when the machine goes down, it's going to take longer to repair because it's going to, it needs, you know, this, this PM schedule plus whatever is broken, whatever. So it's always a constant battle. And here, now as a video editor, my work schedule is, eh, I'll do a video today. I'll take tomorrow off. I'll do three videos tomorrow, one, and, you know, whatever I want to do, as long as I meet a deadline, which is basically one a day. And as much as he records, I already there's already a couple in the bank. And then it gives me time to be on Upwork and find other work. 
And for the most part, it's him and then other random videos for like little one-off, little small projects to kind of like change or challenge what I know or what I do. So nice. How's it? How was the transition to just kind of doing whatever the fuck you want and just sitting in the studio now all day? <laughs> uh, it's it's great because I'm home. I'm saving money on my commute. I don't have to drive in all the time. Uh, I go in once or twice a week to get video because the studio internet is not fast enough to upload hundreds of gigabytes. So yeah. it's easier or faster for me to just go once a week, take a little um, hard drive and you know copy everything over shoot the shit with him go over ideas and then he'll kind of give me okay well this this edit is gonna be difficult because i was helping one person someone else comes up and then i help them and go do this and come back and then buy everybody food and then someone else is there so then i help that person so it's kind of like usually it's like hey how are you doing what do you need hear a little bit of their story um go get them the stuff or give them backpacks and uh sleeping bags in a tent right then and there and then go get them food or go get them whatever they want and come back. Like that's, those are the easy ones. Cause it's like, what do you need? Okay. Before I go, let me give you backpack and stuff. So, you know, I'll be, I'll be coming back, go get the stuff, come back, give it him. Thanks. Here you go. But sometimes it gets complicated because, you know, other homeless people will see him like, oh man, I need this. I need that. Um, and it's funny. It's almost a year now for him that he's been started. And uh, we recently had a couple of firsts, one where someone takes his camera and like, just kind of throws it away another one where the first where someone disappears on him so you know there's a couple of firsts but for the most part it's kind of like the same type of scenario here wait somebody threw the camera they... away yeah um and that was in la but uh because he goes down to la to visit his daughter uh, about once a month so while he's there hey well, why don't i record some content here because uh, before he would re he would record a bunch here so that was enough for when he got back um, he had a free day so that way he could come back, record, and then we, we would not miss a beat, keep going. Yeah. And so he's like, wait a minute, if I record all that now and record while I'm there, when I come back, you know, instead of trying to rush out to do one, I have a day or two to relax when I come back home because there's all this content from LA. And um, LA is just a different animal. Um, so the views kind of go down because you know, there's no more excitement. Like all the homeless people here in, in Reno kind of, oh man, you're, you're that dude that helps out people, man. I've been hoping to run into you, blah, blah, blah. So there's the excitement because mm -hmm. there's the anticipation. They know what he's going to do versus the excitement of like, are you, you're, are you serious? You're really going to help me out. You're really going to do this for me. Um, so there's no longer that disbelief or there's no longer that excitement of getting things. Now the excitement of running into him and in LA, they're just the, the homeless there are just like, okay, yeah, I need this and I need that. And can you get me this? And can you get me that? I'm like, or he's like, uh, yeah, but you know, I only have enough to do X, Y, or Z. Like they're, oh man, can you go get me an, an air pump and an air mattress and a this and a that and a the other? And you know, he'll do it, but there's more it's more of a demand. LA, it's more of a demand. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, you're you need to do this for me because you're helping out. So you need to do it, period. Wow. versus you know there's there's no gratitude or there's very little gratitude um and if there is gratitude at least from the accent it sounds like they're not from la like you know they have a very southern twang so they're more appreciative if they have that but anyways okay interesting what, so what is it what does this guy do to be able to afford everything ads like if the videos themselves pay for it. like he started off with 
Uber, Uber Eats. And, you know, he only said, hey, I got 20 bucks. Can I get you something to eat or whatever? So he started off small and then his his following shot up. So he has enough views to be able to fund the stuff. Plus he accepts donations. And then also he has uh, Amazon wishlist set up for like the stuff that he constantly gives out. So the backpacks he gives out has um, toiletries, men's undershirts, men's underwear. Uh, the women's one has like um, uh, pads and T-shirts and tampons. A uh, little first aid kit, nail clippers, socks, so uh, wet wipes, a bunch like of stuff. Like Mr. Beast. Basically, he started off small and then tried it up until he's, he's got enough to where he can consistently do this. Yeah, um, it's not a struggle uh, right now because it's, it's, it's kind of plateaued. Views aren't increasing as much. Um, he's got a Patreon, and the Patreon is what kind of covers my salary. But the other stuff covers the overhead of other things. And he's trying to grow it, but it's still kind of like plateaued. It's like, okay, well, where are we at? Because um, the donations are what buys the things that he goes out and shops for. Like if they say, hey, I need new shoes or I need, um, you know, uh, some clothes to get a job interview or whatever, then he'll go to Walmart and buy the stuff, you know, uh, a wagon, a bicycle, whatever. Yeah. So those are the things, those are the things where the donations go and buy the things he does. And then the Amazon wish list just fills out the backpacks, the tents, the sleeping bags, all those little things that he hands out that he always mm, has in his car to okay. hand out. So it's kind of like a twofer. Um, but it's kind of like now we're kind of treading water again and now we're trying new ideas of, or we're got it. There's a bunch of ideas of what he wants to film and try and do to help other people out. Um, and then right now, beginning of November, we're going to go to Boston and stop or along a couple of places and meet up with other creators and there's this one guy that he helped last year. You know, he basically drove him to Minnesota. Okay. So yeah, Minnesota. He drove him to Minnesota because the guy just, hey man, I, I just need uh, some tires for my car and some money for gas to be able to drive uh, to Minnesota because a girl that this homeless guy used to date in high school um, had been trying to reach out to him for years, like decades. Really? And, you know, she would, she would call his mom to try to get a hold of him. And then his mom would like, oh, hey, this girl called and was trying to find you, um, but I lost her number. And she, she would, the mom would tell him three or four months later. And, you know, so they kind of kept Back. missing each other. This dude ended up on the streets and uh, they finally connected, finally got in touch with each other, stayed in touch. And she's like, yeah, if you come out here, you know, let, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's be together because um, she flew out to hang out with him for like a weekend and she's like yeah I, I want you to be with me let's let's move out because he was tired of Reno they, grew, they both grew up in Reno and so she's pretty high up in the DMV out in Minnesota okay uh, she's like a superintendent regional type thing her neighbor works for DOT so her neighbor was like hey yeah if your boyfriend shows up here he's got a job he'll be you know he'll be a driver Fucking so all wow. he had to do was get to minnesota he's got a job everything's like lined up but you know the car he had had bald tires didn't have a job because you know he was homeless he was living out of his car and so nate helped him out with that you know got on the, the tires and he was and he buy him a tank of gas and then try to coordinate with his followers to you know have them meet up with this guy to fill up his tank so we can make it there but um you know he was like logistically hey that might not work because you know who who knows if he's going to actually make it to where he's trying to go on time, right? Anyway, so they recorded some stuff on the way, and that's a video I'm editing, kind of like a um, 
behind the scenes leading up to the podcast we're doing. Dude, that's and dope so, as shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's, this is why I love it because, you know, and then a little backstory, I used to be homeless uh, like 12, 13 years ago for a couple mm. of months. And so this is why it's also a passion project for me to help out this guy um, and get to do video editing and get to do other projects to not just be tied to one thing. But uh, anyway, so he helped him get to, uh, he wasn't a just, you know, okay, here's, uh, he doesn't hand out money. That's one of his key things. He doesn't hand out money. He doesn't buy cigarettes, alcohol, or drugs. So anything else, he'll get you. Yeah. yeah. So then um, he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll drive you there. Like, so um, he got in the car. They drove together. He bought all the gas. He bought all the food. Uh, along the way, they had a blowout. So they had to replace a tire. And then when they were about two hours away, um, <laughs> they get pulled over because the other guy's so excited that he's almost there to go see his girlfriend. Uh, you know, he was speeding. So they get pulled over by state troopers and they're like, okay, Hey, you know, this is, you know, what's going on. And uh, Nate explains, Hey, yeah, I'm just helping this guy get across country, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, what's his last name? Uh, I don't know. And so then he, <laughs> he had to show them his TikTok channel of all the stuff he's doing. Like, this is what I do. This is what we recorded. You know, and they're like, really, you're going to help this random stranger. Like, yeah, that's, that's the whole point of it is helping other people out. So they let him off with the warning, told him to slow down, and they sent him along their way. But he didn't record that because uh, he was still new. He only had one GoPro. He only had, like, two batteries, and they weren't charged enough. So it was just this whole thing of, like, a lot of good content didn't get uh, recorded. Cell phone. And I'm, yeah, so, uh, yeah, but at the time, <laughs> he was trying to keep everything easy. And I hate, man, I hate GoPros because, you know, with, with editing, and it's not so much the, the footage itself. One, it breaks up footage. <clears throat> um every four gigabytes like four gigabytes 13 ish minutes depending on whatever and so instead of 1001 1002 1003 like it's it's sequential if you do every clip but if it's a long clip then it'll be 1003 and then it'll be 2003 so that's the extended version of that clip the second part of the yeah because oh, if, if it's a if it's a if it's a continuous long so you could have you know an hour long recording and it'll be 1001, 2001, 3001, 4001, 5. So it increases the first digit, right? Uh, Which sucks because it's not sequential. So if you stop and record a little clip in between, right, that'll be, you know, 1001, 23, 2003, 3003, 1004, 1005. So it's, it, it doesn't work. So it, it's a pain in the ass when I have to edit those types of videos. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a bunch of smaller short clips. But uh, so because dumb. he was recording all this with this dude, it was it was so long and annoying. I'm still sifting through it, trying to have an idea of how to chop it down now. But uh, anyways, dude, that do you do? That's see, like that's 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 super cool. Like that that is something that I would. I mean, if I got out more, you know, like and, and like interacted with people more, I could probably find something similar. But yeah, no, that dude, that's fucking dope. I, I, I'm so happy for you. I, I am curious though. The, the one part I am curious on is it kind of like a, a financial linear transition where you're basically getting paid uh, the oh, same. No. I went no? down. You went down. I went down. Um, and we're creeping back up because we're toying with different things. So at first it was like um, well, I don't fifty dollars like... per timeline. Yeah. No, it's just kind of simple. So like timeline uh, in in Da Vinci, you know, you have uh, you know different timelines for whatever. So it was originally a patreon project which was basically 
raw data dump you chop off when you're getting out of the car, getting into the car, personal information, or anything someone says, hey, I don't want, I don't want this on camera. So mm -hmm. if they're talking, a lot of times the homes they will talk about, yeah, you know, I saw, I think there's human trafficking over here, or this is probably a drug house or a trap house. Oh, but but I don't want I don't want this on camera because you know I don't want them to find me. I'm like, okay, that's a stretch, but whatever. So it gets yeah. cut out. Um, and then the TikTok videos are up to three minutes. So that's another edit. So we chopped down from the the Patreon version, which is 15 to an hour long, and then it gets chopped down to a three minute, up to three minutes. But usually it's a uh, minute 45 to three minutes. Then that gets chopped down to 90 seconds or less for uh, Instagram reels okay. or Instagram and Facebook reels. And then that gets chopped down to 60 seconds or 59.2 seconds for shorts. So at first it was like, okay, 50 bucks for each one of those 200 bucks for timeline or per project. Yeah. And then it was kind of like moved around. Okay, well, we're going to do this. And, um, you know, the, the, I didn't like this edit or that edit. So let's just go down to Patreon, TikTok, and um, YouTube, but keep the YouTube version of the shorts under 60 seconds so I could use it for YouTube and for Meta for, you know, Facebook and, and Instagram. Yeah. And Instagram is very jealous. Like Instagram, I mean, uh, yeah, Facebook, if you post a video to TikTok first and then to Facebook, um, the Facebook one will tank will not do anything it will get like maybe a thousand views on average he gets like a hundred thousand views per video within 24 hours and so if he posts it tiktok first and he uses the same video it puts it on facebook maybe a thousand really but if you if he cuts off 20 ish 10 to 20 seconds from that tiktok video and posts it on facebook even though it goes on tiktok first and then facebook it'll do well because it's a um, different video Air it's quotes. a different video um, and, and then the other thing is Facebook doesn't like it on YouTube either. So it has to be, it could be a 60 second video, but it has to be on Facebook first and then YouTube, YouTube doesn't give a shit. And yeah, YouTube only cares that, that people are watching. If people are watching it, they feed the algorithm more. They okay. stay on. Yeah. So, um, but because I was doing so many timelines and the turnaround is roughly 48 hours. At least if we're, if we're short, like if we're not, if there's a, you know, a lull in things like where he doesn't find people to record or he doesn't find anybody to help out or it rains or whatever. Mm -hmm. So now I have to turn around something fast. I can't make such as good of a timeline. And so um, now, now we're finally in the, in the version where I just make a Patreon version and a TikTok version. And then he'll chop down the TikTok to smaller versions because, um, you know, the, the captions got to be right. Captions can't be over someone's face or whatever, you know, not too long. Um, you know, making sure that the captions are correct. DaVinci's pretty good, but because he's using a GoPro and sometimes the camera, the people are turned around and not facing the camera, the the captions are a little off. Yeah. And so, it, or it doesn't hear them. So it doesn't, you know, type that in, or it doesn't put it out. So I got to type in whatever they said or correct it. Um, and sometimes it's barely off, like, uh, you know, she said, let's go to the store. And it's, he said, let's go to the store. So little, little things, little small annoyances. Um, but now I can focus on making the captions better and do little Mr. Beast things for a couple of ones for emphasis. But uh, so now we're doing better ish or at least timeline wise, but uh, yeah. Okay. On. No, dude, that's, 
that's fucking dope. I'm I'm glad that you were happy to to go a little downward to go upward. That's awesome. I because that was that was my one question. It was like, well, fuck, like going from that high up in a company to just kind of restarting. I'd I'd hope yeah. he's all right. He's at least okay ish. I mean, there there are there are some passion projects that if I was offered, I'd have to be like, look, this is the mi- bare minimum that I'd have to hit to even consider it. And that's I'm I'm just glad that you're doing all right on that front because I know you like your toys and. Looks like you added a couple extras, so I guess like all right, man. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was a pay cut. I mean, it still is. Um, yeah. But not driving into work every day—that's kind of a savings. So I'm not where I was before. It was at first, it was like a sixty percent, or sorry, a forty percent pay cut. Now I'm about eighty percent of where I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, but without gas, it's more of like a ten percent cut now. So you know, I'm I'm getting there. And then once I add more projects and do more things, but uh, here pretty soon, actually working or being on, actually that reminds me I need to get you in on this uh, Discord channel, just ideas, but uh, an editor's Discord basically mm. and different projects. So now like, hey, you know what? We're going to do a fixed rate and I'm going to give you this many videos a month. So that way we're not trying to fluctuate and whatever it was just, you know, bam, this is what we're doing. Here we go. And then anything above and beyond, then we'll do that. I might be making some TikToks for Mark if he ever gets that off the ground. He's got cool. he's got some TikToks. Uh, I guess like there's a Patreon that's going on. Uh, uh, you know the, the 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 cards that I made, right? Um, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna choose five Patreons at random to get a card from me. My my the card I gotta black out my phone number though because I don't want people to have my actual phone number. Um, so we're gonna hand that out. But he wants to start this TikTok where like it's like an ask because dude. One of the best things that Eric has ever done for me in my podcast is the ask Reddit section. I legitimately, when he first came on, that was a random thing that I just decided to do with him because I knew mm-hmm. that he was a Navy veteran. I thought it'd be fun to do. And I thought it'd be just kind of a fun little segment. He loved it so much. He kept asking for it every time he came on and I just like incorporated it into the whole thing. Well, of course, Mark likes it. You like it. Everybody fucking loves that segment of the show. So he wanted to do kind of like something similar where, you know, it's ask Mark. It's another way for his fans to interact with them. But uh, like hmm. today he was supposed to hit me up at like 10, 11 o'clock this afternoon. <laughs> Hasn't texted me. The dude, the dude is amazing. He'll show up Thursday at 6 PM central center time. Every single time. I'm not calling you out, man. I'm not calling you out, Mark, but I am, but he is amazing to show up right at that time. But any, any other time I'm like, Hey man, like just text me when you're ready doesn't 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 shoot me a text i'm not complaining at all you know it's it's less things that i have to do but like i know he really wants to get it off the get it off the go and he wants to get the rip off and like like i was doing with your podcast it literally like once i got in the groove took me 30 minutes to edit something down to six minutes if i get in the groove with all of his questions it could probably take me 10 15 minutes to edit the questions get everything he needs in it'll be super quick super fast super easy and i i really legitimately don't mind doing it especially if that can take the evil mark show and trend it upwards to where fuck it if i could just do the evil mark show as a thing and do side little projects and just work work with what i have and and get paid exactly what i get paid now i'm happy cuz like with the cheese factory when i used to work there right i am literally making the same thing i'm making selling if not a little bit more because i don't have to drive and i feel you on that i feel you on the, the saving money from gas which i dropped 255 dollars on the jeep last weekend this this fill chick- it up? no not to fill it up this uh i oh. went in for an oil change and i knew there were a couple other things wrong 
And oh, okay, okay, okay. The, the lady, the lady was talking to me. She was upselling me like a motherfucker. And I was just like, you know what, lady, I do lawn care for a living. You know what? What's best? What's what, tell me what I need. And she's like, well, you need this, 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 and this. I was like, all right, let's do it. She's like, oh, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, I, I know what's best for a living with lawns. You know, what's best for a living with cars. I'm going to trust you, even though it's like a jiffy lube. But like, I got to imagine that if you're a, an oil change jockey and you get trained just enough on some other things, like replacing a light bulb can't be that hard looking at all the things that they tell you you're going to get good at. It, right. So like, uh-huh. if someone's like, yeah, you should do this. It's like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. Now the Jeep's good yeah, to go yeah. for another two years. <laughs> I finally hit. <laughs> yeah. I keep forgetting about all wheel drive cars that the tires need to be rotated. Cause I'm used to rear wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So rear wheel or front wheel, whatever you have, it doesn't have to be as frequent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of had a, a sticker shock, like, oh shit, I forgot. And then, you know, I had to get a whole new set of tires because they were worn the fuck out in a certain pattern because I didn't rotate them. So I, I feel like I do, like, cause I don't drive nearly enough. Like the lady was like, how often do you drive? I was like once a week, maybe she's like, you got to do something else. I almost was like, oh, well, do you want to be my reason to drive weekly? <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Shoulda, woulda, coulda, but I would have known. Uh, looking at her, I was like, "Yeah, no, Jared, Jared would not, Jared would not do it for this, this, this young lass. She would not do it." But you know what time it's? It is, Gallo. What time is it? Advice. How much do you love hearing that shit in real time instead of the fucking time three? <laughs> I love it every time because when I, I think I listen to, and now I'm up to two point speed on you, two point um, so like advice <laughs> so hearing it you know just kind of like sing-songy now is i love it why am i am i the only one that you have to go that slow on with with the speed uh no like um everybody else i'm at like two points because i can't go higher unless i use a special app and i have to be on my computer to hear it faster um there's a few that i could probably listen at 2.5 but i i've been slacking i haven't listened to, to podcasts in a while just because it's I'm busier-ish um, with editing, so. Well, I just wanted to feel special. Like, I go fast <clears throat> enough to where you have to slow down. I, I took, I always took a point of pride because I remember you told me that once. You're like, yeah, I got to listen to you at like 1.5 where everybody else is at like two, two and a half or three. I'm like, I yeah. talk that fast that I ha- that he has to slow it down to keep up with me. I feel a little, I feel special. I feel special. It, it yes and no. It, it yes and no. It's sit there and you'll blah 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 blah, right? And then you'll get excited about something and just brr, like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta go back, whatever. But now I've gotten used to it, so it's you know now you're, I'm I'm, I'm good now. But well, it's it's that I that I got better at hearing you versus, you know, just having problems or whatever. Gotcha. Uh, so we got a couple of questions here today. Uh, a couple of them from Ask Women, Ask Reddit, and then just straight ask. Uh, so the first one comes from Ask Women, uh, no grape six two three says, "What are some important life lessons as a woman?" So we're gonna gender bend that and go. What are some important life lessons as a man? Um, I think the one of the most important ones is your word. Uh, you know, you're you cannot buy, sell, or trade the value of your word. Um, so if you say you're gonna do something, even if you end up losing money, do it because. You can't, you can't repair that. It, it takes years to fix fucking up your word. Um, and it doesn't mean you have, so don't give out your word willy nilly either. Don't say, oh yeah, I'll do this. So also on the flip side of that is be comfortable and learn how to say no. 
learn how to say no to things. Because if you can't say no to things and you're going to overcommit yourself and devalue your word. I don't overcommit myself. I undercommit and then I just won't do it, which I know is kind of a bad thing to do, but that is so true at work. Cause like if I tell somebody I'm going to do something, I've, I've literally had people buy things from me because I've, I've told them that I was going to do something very specific and certain, and then I've done it. And then like, it's, it's just solved the problem. It's legitimately solved the problem. I, I thought that was fantastic. I just, I, I'm very, very worried about my word being a bad thing. Um, I kind of have a di- I had a different answer. Like our world, our the world view that men look through things is very, very skewed. Like we see things uh, with a lot less danger out there. You know, a lot less danger. Will Robinson danger, and I have to I have to constantly remind myself of that because something that I see is just normal. Like let's go get coffee and go for a walk in the woods. Like that's a very dangerous place. Even though it's a part of the university, it's a very, very well regulated place. Very, very well traveled place that's still somewhere random in the woods that maybe for two minutes I could do whatever, you know, I wanted. And I feel kind of bad because I don't see that, you know, it's like, Oh, come over and play video games. Her first time coming over, the birds are probably a little scary to me. I'm like, I get to play video games with somebody Whereas she's like, Oh, it's a new place. Does he have a, and it's like, no, to me, it's, I just, I got to remember that my, my threat level is always way lower than somebody else's, uh, especially in the dating world. I guess when it comes to a life lesson that way. Yeah. And I, I had a similar thing with uh, my wife when she was my girlfriend. <clears throat> um, kind of two things on that note. It was one is, you know, I always assumed, oh, if a guy gets told no, yeah, he'll try one or two different times and then give up. Mm-hmm. And there were times where uh, there's no parking to get to a bar or club that we and the wife went to. So I would drive her up to the front door, let her out, and then go find parking, you know, half a mile down the road or whatever. So when I get back, she would there'd be a guy like on her hands on her trying to get and she's like shoving him away and she's already told him hey i have a boyfriend or husband or whatever and like oh well he's not here you know what's he gonna do or whatever you're just making it up so i pull up on her hey babe and the guy will just turn around and and bail so that was one eye-opening thing there um another one is guys even if the so if uh, a six foot five guy tries to hit on a girl and she's, I have a boyfriend and the boyfriend comes up and he's five, eight and petite, like real thin. That guy will still be like, Oh, this little bitch. I, I'll fuck both of you. Like, you know, guys will be that loud and boisterous. Like guys will do that. You're like, yeah, no, this, this last boyfriend I had, or this last guy I dated, blah, blah, blah. That's why I'm so glad that you're so tall or so big and whatever. I'm like, huh. So there, there's things that we don't see because we're guys, because, okay, we're used to one perception of reality. Women have another. So then that's kind of, okay, I need to pay attention more of different things that people go through. I take that as a compliment. Some six foot five guys like, oh, fuck both. You'd be like, really? You find me attractive? <laughs> like, wow, I appreciate that big guy. Like, what What about it does it? Like, what do I do for you? Is it the bald head? Is it the beard? I've, I've been told I got pretty eyes. <laughs> you do. You do have pretty eyes. I keep telling you, get rid of the glasses when you go out, man. I can't fucking see. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase you... it. I 100% can see. I just like, like it's a little fuzzy. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, dude whenever like use them to drive but once you're out and about just try it like just go to a, a coffee shop take off your glasses and just flirt give that a try although i still say no graphic tees and go with shave that well now it's cold so leave that there but next spring no. 
I will pay you a hundred bucks to shave the cheeks, shave the cheeks off. Do the trim it up. The, 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 just, the, just, just do the, the just chin, do the goatee. Just, just the, do goatee. the goatee. Keep the goatee. I really want you to do the porn stash, but baby steps. So let's just shave the cheeks and trim it up. Cut off where like you know the hairline is below above the lips. So you know whatever. We'll talk about that next spring. Oh, okay, okay. I dude. The, the coffee shop that I go to, they're so quick and efficient. Like, I can't, I can't, like, I, yeah, no, like, I, I have to pre-plan what I want to say when I, when I roll up. It is just, there's boop, boop, done. Like, I sometimes legitimately, and I'm in line, and I'm, and I am only in line for, like, two minutes maximum. And that is pulling into the truck parking lot, do the little half U-turn, place my order, pull around the front, swipe my card, they hand me my drink, and I'm done. Like, that's how efficient these fucking women are. And it's so, so hard to be flirty with them. So then go to a Starbucks. The last few times I've gone to Starbucks, I've had dudes take my order. So go into Starbucks, and if there's a dude cashier, like, ah, oh, fuck, forgot my wallet. So <laughs> with the girlfriend, we have a code. Um, if we walk into a place and the vibe is off, like, it's just like, oh, this this restaurant looks like it's sketchy. The food's going to be bad. Like, we just have a vibe. Up. Yeah, it's like, because um, we were, but we both worked service before. So we're just like, mm, no, we're out of here. Like, ah, oh, fuck, wrong pants. So that's our code <laughs> to say, hey, I forgot my wallet. Because when we first started dating, <laughs> I was such a lush that, um, you know, we'd go out and we, yeah, let's go out to, like, I would invite her, hey, come pick me up. Let's go to wherever, right? Something kind of fancy, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, whatever, let's go someplace nice. All right. So we go and we get there, like, ah, oh, fuck. I cut the wrong pants because, you know, I took off my work pants and then put on random pants to leave. And so my wallet was in the pants I left at home. So like, <laughs> fuck, wrong pants. And it would happen so often enough that it became a thing. Wrong pants. Like, no, no, no. I got my wallet. I got my wallet today. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, but anyways. Okay. So. No, I, I, I got you. I've, I've thought of a few like fun sayings, but I just, I don't, yeah, I can't, I don't have the time to say it. Or by the time I do, it's just, it's, it's the, the, the time to, conversate is is gone i don't i don't appreciate it uh another one from r slash ask women which actor or actress would you have starring in a movie you were making uh they didn't really give like a specific like kind of movie that you're making so let's say a biopic about gaio's mm -hmm. life um for some <laughs> reason somebody wanted to hear the story of gaio uh who mm. who would you cast in it as as gaio ah oh, fuck what's his name um, I think I would want, uh, Isaac something. Um, he was apocalypse in apocalypse or X-Men apocalypse. He was, um, in the new Dune. He was, I think he was the father. Um, he was a uh, moon knight. He was the moon knight. Ah, that, that guy. guy. So, yeah, yeah. so him, I I'd probably have him as being like the lead because I'm, I'm trying to think of someone that's attractive but not conventionally attractive you know but almost all actors are attractive air quotes so I'd, I'd want someone that has kind of like a bad boy-esque and could pull off being bald but look good with hair because my hair it's not like his if i grew it out it'd be oscar more kinky isaac. frizzy oscar isaac yeah yeah um <clears throat> crap uh, my hair would be more like uh, uh, Adam Sandler's if I grew it out. So, mm. uh, I, I I was. You remember the movie Moon Knight or Moonfall? Sorry. 
Moonfall, Moonfall. Moonfall. The no. It's it's the it's the kind of like apocalyptic thriller uh, where a mysterious force knocks the moon out of its orbit. It, it's like a conspiracy theory that is like right up Mark's alley. Like Mark would love the conspiracy theory of this. Uh, but one of the main characters in it uh, is John Bradley. Uh, he is he is the guy from oh yeah uh, yeah Game yeah yeah Thrones. yeah Game of Thrones the the, um, the the chubby dude um, yeah okay yeah he's 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 the chubby dude uh, in the movie he looks a little bit better uh, in Moonfall and my mom was like yeah you look exactly like him and I, I took off my glasses mm. and I did a side by side I was like I can kind of see it because like the, the the mustache is a little bit kind of like his yeah but... now that he's lost weight I can kind of see it yeah I mean I'd pick but... him. Cause I think he'd do good bald. I think he'd do good bald. But yeah, that's that's yeah. who I'd kind of have. Cause I was gonna be like, oh Gerard Butler, cause I love that man. And it just be like a Netflix thing. And that's like, yeah, hmm. who's the worst person we could pick for this guy? Hmm. And Michael Pena's gotten chubby. Michael Pena. Uh, recently he was in A Million Miles Away on um, uh, an Amazon Prime show or movie. Oh, he was in Moonfall too. Apparently, yeah, a little bit. Um, he was so good in End of Watch. Yes, with End Jake of Watch. Jim, yeah, yeah, with Jake Gyllenhaal. That, Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, yeah, dude, Jake Gyllenhaal is an underrated actor. I think he is so good. Uh, did you see the one uh, Nightcrawler? I think where he's Fuck the, yes, the I underground. Love him in that. Uh huh. So good that that rate that scene where he gets mad at the fucking and he's in the bathroom and he loses his shit. That gets me every time. He's. I love how he tells Rene Russo, we're going to date. This is going to how it's going to be, blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm like, huh, that's kind of like me. He's, he's, I, I, yeah, God, Nightcrawler is such a good movie. I got to kind of watch that again. I want to watch him in The Covenant, but I'm a little worried about it. That, that's Guy Ritchie's hmm. The Covenant. That's actually the title, Guy Ritchie's Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's some prime. I've, I've been wanting to watch, it's, it's not like my watch list of things, but I've just been so busy with other shit. I've been so into the wheel of t- reading or listening to the wheel of time again that I haven't really made time for anything else. I, I just, I feel like it's going to be one of those super bro movies about the military and not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, you gotta be in the mood for the bro, you know, the bro love. I, uh, that's, yeah. Next question here from, Oh yeah, I was putting on the, okay. He's going to go crochet. He's going to go crochet now. Cause he's got the weird hat. No, I did like, like I, I, this, I crocheted this hat. Yeah, then why so, are you wearing it? And I, I can't. Yeah, I mean, you can't see my eyes, but I can see you. Like, if you put up fingers, I can tell you how many you're wearing, put up or whatever. Like, you just raise your eyebrows. Yeah, fuck you too. Both okay. fingers up. Yeah. Like, I can see through this. Um, but I made it because uh, I got a, a hat and um, I updated it. Can I reach? Yeah, I can reach. So, yeah, you, you, I got, I've gotten a hat. Yeah. So I was, I was, this is, this I bought, this part here, but I had another hat. Basically it was like this, but the straw ends are kind of like, eh, you know, dangly, whatever. And, um, this is purely visual. You know, the people can't see it, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Because, uh, you don't do video anymore. You do that little audiogram thing. But, uh, anyways, so many people didn't want to be on so many people didn't want to be on video. That's why. So why do you switch it? 
Why did I switch? Oh, my because they don't want to be because they don't want to be on video. Is that yeah, why you I was your... I was getting a lot of guests that just they were I was like, hey, you, you down for video? And they're like, nah, not really. And it's like, all right, fuck it, okay. And then I just started doing the. Uh, I think season four kicked off with the audio. I was like, how can I make this? In? I found the wave bars that you guys can see right now. I found the wave bars as an an update to OBS. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll I'll put that on there. And I fucked around with that for a little bit, and then I uh, I updated OBS and it cleared everything. And so I had to remake, uh, which is why, if you've been paying attention, it looks totally different after one episode. And in the episode, I talk about it where I was like, I just had to restart fucking everything. It sucked. It was it was no bueno. It was no good. I didn't like rebuilding everything I had lost. Um, I would just, in, instead of, um, crap, I would have just told them, hey, we're, we're recording on video. Just not tell them that it's going to be on video because how likely are they going to come back and say, oh, I didn't know we were being recorded. Like we were on a Zoom call. How did you not know we were on video? Are you not that big of a narcissist that you watch your own <clears throat> episodes that you're a part of? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. But not but not everybody does that. Not everybody, you know, unless they ask you, hey, you know, when is this coming out? How Okay, how often do they ask you when is this coming out? Because if you have podcasts, other podcasters, yeah, they're probably going to want to see. But if you get... Just random people like you usually do on Reddit and tell them, hey, you want to come on the show, blah, 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 and just do a, yeah, we're doing this so we can uh, gauge facial reactions and I can respond to you, blah, 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 and not mention, oh, yeah, by the way, this is going to be on video. A lot of people actually are going to ask because they'll be like, they're like, how do you record them? Like through a Zoom call? Like, do we do videos? Like, well, I would like to do video. So, you know, it could be a video Zoom co- podcast and like, I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. But at the same time, you, don't have that many guests on all the time. It's it's kind of like 50-50-ish, right? Yeah, now it is. Now it's like 50-50. Yeah. But I don't I'm fucking just drop it, guy. I don't want to put your beautiful face on on my on my my feed anymore, right? You just want to do all the editing. I have zero editing that I have to do. Are you kidding me? I I literally just put a tiny like I can cuz I remember you taught me how to adjust the height of of the uh of what i show so i could literally just block out my name or just rename myself on zoom and easy peasy lemon squeezy and i just do what i do now where i hit record and go it's not a big deal i just mm. i prefer the waveform because a lot of people i don't think even watch the video to begin with so yeah actually you should do a poll on that like hey how do you watch it do you want to go back to video or do you're happy with the audiogram crap on spotify do you use youtube anymore no, I don't, I don't use YouTube anymore. YouTube flagged, I think like like every time I'd upload a, a podcast, YouTube would flag me for something fucking stupid that I used. Um, hmm. I think it was either the introduction or something that was like, you can't, and it's, it's just like, I don't fucking care anymore. But uh, I do. I put up polls all the time and nobody answers them. Hmm. So Boo. that's whatever. But what movie were you incredibly excited about before it was released, but then ended up feeling very disappointed once you saw it? Hmm. Almost every remake in the past 10 years. Uh, actually, no. Uh, uh, well, not remake, but Matrix 4. I was really? disappointed in Matrix 4. Yeah. Why were you disappointed yeah. in it? I was expecting... I was expecting it to be as not mind-blowing visually, but mind-blowing story-wise as the original was. And... Um, yeah, it just was kind of like, okay, what's the point? Okay, so it just, oh, he saved the day again. Like it, it should have been more challenging than just that. You felt what cheated. it ended up being. Yeah, I felt. Yeah, 
Moonfall. The 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 movie I was just talking about with the guy in it. I I felt like it was going to be a bigger, better version. Like overall, it was a great story. Uh, but uh, I always like to go back to this. Um, so there's this book that I I once read called Three. It was about a dude uh, who had split personality disorder, and the way that the book was written, it was written kind of like from the perspective of his other personalities, and it, that he didn't know what was going on. Um, and kind of like the finale is like he's got the gun gun towards the detective, he's got a gun holding up to his face, and he kind of like envisions this reporter that's on the other side of the room, and the detective I think is the only real person, and it's like this giant reveal that he's got you know he's schizophrenic. Well, when you watch the movie of three. The pacing is so quick. You're like, fuck. Like, this took me, like, four days to read. But in the in the, in the book, it, it was more played out. It felt more slowed down. In the movie, it just felt super fast-paced. So, like, all the shit that would happen in Moonfall, like, we got this big thing we got to do, and then it's, like, a super cut, and then it's on to the next part, and you're like, well, shit. Like, that just, it felt too quick, felt too fast, and just a bunch of, I don't know, it just, it didn't, it, it felt too quick, and the important parts felt like they were passed by too fast. That's why. Hmm. Uh, what year was that movie, or who was in the movie three? Three? I couldn't even tell you. I could. I, yeah. I couldn't even tell you. Um, three, the movie. Um, yeah, because it just always brings up a bunch of part threes of yeah, movies. Like three Amigos. Um, yeah. <clears throat> book three about a guy with schizophrenia. Yeah, here we go. No, that's not it. No, that's definitely not it. Multiple personalities? Multi yeah. It's it's got like three claw marks down the center, if I'm remembering it correctly. I watched it fucking forever <clears throat> ago. Hmm. Not the three. That was that was another that was a there's a movie series where like this plane takes off and then they land and then they were like presumed missing for like five years or some shit and then they land randomly. Did you? Hmm. It, I think it was like a Netflix thing, and it was like uh, Departed or something like that. It yeah, yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a five season thing. It's like how do you turn that into five seasons? Huh. Yeah, it's just they land and then like it should only take you a season to figure it out. Like it'd be a cool concept for a movie. Hmm. There's a um, unexplained phenomena. Uh, a plane took off in '47 or '57, like pre '60s, mm -hmm. landed in '93, I want to say, and because it was presumed missing, like it just disappeared. Yeah. And they landed, and they were like, "What? What is going on? What is this?" And they were all confused, and they just took off. And so it's never been seen again. So I don't know if it's an urban legend or whatever, but it's one on one of those, um, not ranker, but one of those lists of crazy things that happened, you uh -huh. know, like, time, uh, you know, is time travel real or is this person a time traveler with uh, a picture of a guy that he looks like he's got like a grayish tee and sunglasses and everybody else around him is in like suit and ties and, you know, seen that what we would consider business casual, but that's yeah. like everyday dress for the forties. And, you know, uh, someone else that looks like they're holding a cell phone in their hand when they're walking. It's like a little square object that looks like basically a you know cell phone. Um, and they're walking and it's like, there's nothing in that time period that even be a rectangular shape like that. And this person's a time traveler. So anyways. 
No, I've I've seen that photo. It, like it go, um, God, yeah, it's it's because he's wearing sunglasses too, which wasn't really that big of a deal way back when. Um, that was that was interesting. I so the plane just like took up, like it landed somewhere, or yeah, um, it was in the U.S. If I recall, it took off. Fuck, I don't know, like North Carolina was going to Miami, or I think it was going to Miami, um, or or somewhere trendy, um, crap, and disappeared somewhere and they thought it crashed they searched for it never found it and either 93 97 like 90s or up to like 2001 somewhere in there um it landed and air traffic control is like what the hell because they see this old plane this uh prop plane land and you know they're everybody like uh where'd you come from what flight number are you and they're going back and stuff and it's like you know, an airline that doesn't exist nowadays, you know, it was one of those type of things too. And it just, oh crap. Um, the story, uh, the astonishing reappearance, the story takes a bizarre turn in 1992, according to some source from 1985 or 93, Pan Am flight 914, when a man identifying himself as Captain Charles Taylor radioed air traffic control requesting landing instructions for Miami International Airport. He indicated that the flight had experienced a navigational issue, but uh, simply kept flying until they regained their bearings. Upon landing, the crew and passengers disembarked, seemingly unaware that over 30 years had passed. The airport staff were in disbelief when they researched the flight number and discovered that it was Pan Am Flight 914 uh, had disappeared without a trace back in 1955. Interesting. Hmm. I'm going to have to. Yeah. It, it's, it comes to us from LinkedIn.com. <laughs> yeah, but now uh, I'm on Snopes and it says it's false. Hmm. Still, that's, that's fucking weird, though. That shit, yeah. that's sh- that, like, re- like, you know how they, they say like, oh, like, you know, Bigfoot settings and shit. Like, it's amazing that as soon as like cell phones and cameras and everybody's pockets were like a real thing, everything just started to go way, way down. It's like, yeah, because it's all fake. Um, the 411. What's the other one? Not the 411 series? 411 missing show. Missing for a moment. Um, there's a show called The Missing Missing 411, The Hunted. Um, it's a, a crazy conspiracy theory esque um, series because there's mm-hmm. Missing 411, Missing 411, The UFO Connection, Missing 411, The Hunted. The Hunted one is the one that I saw. And it's um, interesting that people would go um, hunting. And, you know, of course, if people who aren't hunters, you know, if you go, you either stay clumped together as a group shooting outward as a fan, or yeah. you know, you kind of spread out in a line and just move forward or just set up and stay stationary. And the stationary setting, uh, one guy just disappeared. It was an elderly guy. It was, it seemed like hunters were being picked off. And, you know, these are people over 40-ish, but still had experience as hunters. It's not their first time out. They've been out plenty of times. They know protocols of if they're missing to either always travel in one direction or mark however they go and these people just like disappear without a trace but one common thing is that they're all kind of like in and around trees and i kind of came to the conclusion that whatever is picking off these hunters is doing predator shit like they're just traveling the treetops grabbing people and pulling them off no blood no nothing all their shit is gone or they're just gone like their backpack and whatever is like where they were at and then just disappeared but uh, the missing 411 is is an interesting docu series or documentary. Was it a series? But 
Anyways. The missing four one. Just conspiracy wanted. stuff. Okay, I'm gonna have to tap that off. I'll send you a link. I'll I know. You, I, I'll send you a link. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Um, you know, the the next question is kind of funny because it's like, what app is so useful you can't believe it's free? Uh, Google. <laughs> like, just, yeah. But is it an app though? Because it's it's eh, kind of sort of. I mean, it's an app on your phone. When I when I imagine app, I imagine something that does not have a web version, yeah. like. You can't, I mean, like LinkedIn, there's a LinkedIn app, but there's also a LinkedIn website. Like I'm, I'm thinking an app that does not exist other than on phones yeah. or whatever, um, free. Yeah, well, mm. what, what, what app can you not, uh, one of the app, like all the little workout apps that, that are uh, kind of abound, um, like map my walk. I know I've used that before where like it, it just traces your, your walkings, um, I mean, I know Spotify technically is a free app. YouTube is also a free app that you can use. I I love that just a source, a ton of these media sources are just at your fingertips for certain things like, uh, you know, music, entertainment, and, you know, like just typical GPS tracking. I love that. And something that has come into my life recently here is uh, I love the smart TVs because if you lose a remote, the remote dies or something like that, you can just have a remote on your phone. I don't know how it works or why it works, but it's fucking phenomenal because you don't have to keep buying batteries and you can just have your remote on your phone when it wants to work. Hmm. I'm trying to think what I uh, app that I can't that I can't believe is free. Uh maybe signal? Uh I mean, Reddit, I, you can get on Reddit on the phone. You can get browsers. Um... I also can't tell the difference between uh, ads on Reddit and regular posts. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm frustrated with Reddit, how it switched, because I preferred Apollo, um, the viewer app, to use Reddit because you can sort things a lot better versus reddit now on the app like it, it's such a pain because i used to have multi uh multi subs where i had okay these are all um survivalist type things and these are all diy and these are all tech and these are all whatever and now my feed is just everything and it's either i got to sort by new and it's just a pain in the ass to sort through now um hmm. i don't know i guess Da, 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 yeah, signal because for secure communication, secure-ish communications. I don't know. Hmm. I was gonna say DaVinci. That that works too. Yeah, but I mean, I already paid for it, so eh, whatever. But the free version is fucking phenomenal. So there, there is that. Um, Final question before we get to the to the am I the asshole? Because I think it's I think it's a very interesting one. What city would you not move to, even if it was free to live there? Hmm. Would I not move to LA? LA. LA. Yeah. Just. I mean, I'll visit, but I, I, any, any place in in California, no. Would not want to live anywhere in the East Coast or West Coast. Any city over like, a hundred k, people just <laughs> feels like too much. 
too much for Jared. I don't I don't like it. I, I'm conflicted because I like large cities just for the convenience of things, but I don't like people to where I prefer less than hey, well, how tall how big is let's see because uh, i know we just talked about apparently the city i live in is like mm -hmm. twenty eight thousand people right. like i thought this was kind of a big city fucking <clears throat> all right yeah like I, f I felt like it's big enough you know like it's big enough but yeah no i i'm not a fan of the, the big places um Okay, now would you be okay with a place that has a string of small places, like twenty thousand places, or oh, like would you like how like subdivisions? You know, the the city is subdivided because like in Houston, it was kind of like that, where like Cypress was this little place and did it like it it, it kind of broke things up that way. You mean? No, I'm I'm, I'm more like uh, the the Rio Grande Valley of Texas. So there's like McAllen, Far, Donna, uh, Mercedes, Alamo, all these little towns that are uh let's see How like five to ten minutes from each other or some shit like that they're, they're 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 just the next exit away so technically it's like a metropolis if you considered all the cities together but um let's see i mean i'd be it's fine like, with that like it, i'd be okay with it population oh, oh shit um no because mcallen's like a hundred hundred forty two as of 2020 142k um but the whole Rio Grande Valley is a bunch of little towns. So every, and it's funny, <laughs> I get a kick out of this. Um, so all those little cities are along an expressway or a highway. They call it expressway down there everywhere else or other places call it expressway, highway, freeway, whatever, but main interstate. And each exit is a mile apart, roughly. And uh, so I don't remember which city is which, but it's, one city, city one, or A, B, C, D, E, right? Mm -hmm. A, B, C, D, E. So A, whatever town, B has a Home Depot, C has nothing, D has a Lowe's, right? So if you live in D, you'll go to Home Depot or Lowe's because it's you're in between the two. But if you're on A, on the other side of Home Depot, you'll only go to Home Depot because Lowe's is too far because now Lowe's is four miles away on the freeway. And it's just that mentality down there is crazy to me that everything's too far, um, very, it's hard to describe. I like that type of area, that type of town where, you know, you can still have access to a bunch of things. You just have to go four or five miles or 15 minutes away to go to get stuff. But um, the mentality there is so cliquish, so haterish is, is the best way to explain it is um, I'd go down to visit for work and you know, like, hey, you know, I'm from Houston. I just want to know, hey, what's a good bar? What's the best X, Y, or Z? Like, where's the best X restaurant? Like, oh, you think you're better than us? I'm like, I just want to know where a good restaurant is. That's all I asked. I didn't say I'm from Houston and I'm better than you. I'm from out of town or even just, I'm from, I started changing, hey, I'm from out of town or I just moved here. And even then, like, well, where'd you move from? I'm like, uh, Victoria or Corpus or something kind of smaller. Oh, Okay, and then just leave. Like, can I get an answer to my question? Like, this is before Google. Like, this—I well, mean, Google's around, but it, yeah. your smartphones weren't a thing. You had to have a computer. This is way back when. So, that type of thing I don't like. But I did like the area where you could get not as much as you could get in Houston, but there's still access to amenities and whatever. So I like small towns, but I don't like lack of variety. That's why I don't like Reno because 
there's only one soul food place and it's not that great so anyways okay no i i can i can 100 percent feel that um because i'd like when i lived in houston for a little bit we kind of had that like a couple of my friends were like oh it's too far it's I'm the guy that drives like 35 minutes, like to go see my parents for a night. Right. And it's, it's not a big deal to do an hour, an hour drive there and back in one night just to hang out with them. And they're like, really? And it's like, yeah, it's normal. It's like, it's not a big thing. Driving an hour, two hours to go see somebody for the day is not even that big of a deal. Even if it's one way, you know, like I'm like next week, I'm probably going to take like a three hour trip to Minnesota and then, you know, take a three hour trip back that night just because it's, it's honestly cheaper than staying in a hotel, but that way I get to go home don't have to hire a babysitter for the two assholes that are staying on my computer right now and then uh, come back. But yeah, that, that I've, I've always hated that mentality. I've always hated well, that. Well, so when we go to, so I'm going to Boston on the first, we're leaving on the first, I'm guessing by the fifth, fourth or fifth, we'll be in Minnesota. So come down and visit me, bro. Where are you going to be at in Minnesota? No idea. Just, I, I just know we're going, we're going to stop in Minnesota because the guy that my friend helped get to minnesota or he's in there now i just don't know what part um i know because they mentioned it in the video but i just forgot because there's so many things that i've edited depending upon where it is in minnesota it uh, just let me know and i'll i'll take the i'll i'll see if it's worth yeah. the drive worth, well not not worth the drive but see if it can be done in a day <laughs> if it can be yeah, done in and, a day i don't mind and we're detouring somewhere too i forgot um idaho i don't know whatever i'll have to get through oh shit i'll have to get through the um itinerary because i know we're uh it's like salt lake minnesota somewhere between minnesota and boston but we're kind of like going up and down so okay. i don't know it just just let me know where uh where you're going to be at in minneapolis and i i can definitely see if i can i can fit you in because if like i said if it's like a three four hour drive i typically don't mind making the making the trip for a day or something like that absolutely dude no worries. Yeah. Are you are you ready to see if somebody's an asshole? Let's find out. All right. So this is from Lucy Moose twenty twenty three. I I love these people because they make like they make a username and then they just post it. Uh, but am I the asshole for telling my fiance he can't have a bachelor party? I, a twenty eight female, uh, have been engaged to my forty year old male fiance for three months. We've agreed to just elope at a courthouse to save money and just do it sometime next year. We don't have an official plan or a date yet. The minute we became engaged, his friends, all of whom are single and in their 40s, started pushing really hard to have a bachelor party. One wanted him to go out to uh, out of the country to go backpacking in Europe for a seven-day trip and see a bunch of strippers in a bunch of different countries, which I absolutely am not okay with. I told him I'd straight up leave him for good if he did that, and he claimed he wasn't comfortable with doing that either. For one, we don't even have a wedding date or a wedding plans set, so why don't we? Uh, so why would we go out and party? And number two, I'm actually expecting, so we agreed to wait to plan everything out. Uh, but as I'm getting closer and closer, his friends have been getting pushier and pushier about him having a bachelor party. So now he has it in his head that he has to have a three-day bachelor party before his kid is here, four weeks before my due date. Again, we haven't planned an actual wedding, and his friends, one in particular, keeps pushing for like a three-day weekend out of state. Uh, my fiancé wants to drop about 1000 to $3,000 in a bachelor party, but doesn't have the time or the money to plan a wedding. And he wants to do a three-day weekend while I'm at home alone weeks before I'm due. I was livid to say the least. I was direct and told him everything I just wrote here. I told him if he had a bachelor party, I will pack my things and not come back. There will be no marriage or wedding, and he can be a bachelor for as long as he would like. He called me, quote, controlling and dramatic, end quote. To be honest, I'm starting to doubt the entire relationship at this point. Am I the asshole? 
Again, um, she is a 28-year-old female, and he is a 40-year-old male. They've been engaged for three months. But it doesn't say how long they were together. So, so let's just assume they've been together for a moderate amount of time. So she's four months pregnant? Uh, not four months pregnant. Um, she doesn't say how far along she is. Uh, but she's just saying that they want to have the bachelor party four weeks before the kid is due. So she oh, could be, okay, that's right. yeah, she could be anywhere between, okay. I'd, I'd, I'd guess yeah, yeah, yeah. five to five to nine months, <clears throat> right, right, right. five um, to six months pregnant, I'd say. And then give, yeah, a little bit more time. So let's just say a year. They've been together for about a year, yeah. head over heels, whatever. And he, she says that he said at first he wasn't interested in a bachelor party. Well, he wasn't um, interested in a seven-day trip to go see strippers gotcha. in a bunch of different countries. <clears throat> okay, so he wants a bachelor party. So then he does. Um, right. So he wants a bachelor party, and I don't know if this is his first marriage. Um, I think she's an asshole in the way she's presenting it, right? Because mm -hmm. entitled to like not want him to have a, a, a bachelor party, or specifically, the, I think her issue is a strip club or the strippers. That seems to me like that's her problem her problem is strippers so yeah um and yes controlling because instead of having a con and again this falls all back to conflict resolution like if she could she could present it in a way that would make her fiance slash future husband be okay with not going to strip clothes because he realizes it's a problem for her that she feels whatever right um so she's kind of an asshole in the way she's expressing her wants but her wants are still valid so i would say um the way she's doing or going about what she wants is an asshole and plus giving an ultimatum so for me an ultimatum bye you're done like i no you're not going to threaten me with x y or z to behave the way you want me to behave i'm more than willing to compromise on x y and z but no one's ever going to tell me um, you can't do this or if you do that, I'm leaving or I'm whatever, you know, so. People are fucking shitting all over the guy in the comments, to be honest. Oh, no, you. of course. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I could follow that up with that. Any, it, any social media, we're talking TikTok, you know, whatever. Um, there will be a wife that says, hey, I came home and cooked my husband some food and, you know, she's a doctor. And she comes, hey, I came home from a 12-hour shift and I'm cooking my husband food and she's dancing and whatever. And there's a reaction video, other lady, that she shits on women for shitting on men, basically. Yeah. And she's like, this this woman is not complaining. She's not saying her husband's an asshole. She's not saying her husband makes her do anything. She's not saying whatever. And her husband is also a doctor. So it's not like she's a doctor and doing all this stuff above and beyond. You know, He takes care of the other stuff. And so then she posted another video of like, hey, look, you know, I love my husband. He likes food being cooked for him. So I'm doing it for him. And of course, in the background, nobody sees that while she's cooking, he's like cleaning up the house, getting laundry done, whatever. And all the women are shitting on this woman for being a slave. And how dare she not value herself and her husband's an asshole. Like men can't win anywhere. doesn't matter. Like on, on social media, men are the worst. They, they are hitting so hard on the fact that he's a 40 year old male, right? They're like, how are you with this 40 year old man child? Blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's, it's this phrase right here that makes me say that she's actually the asshole. Um, we agreed to just elope at a courthouse to save money and just do it sometime next year. We don't have an official plan or a date yet. 
Um, so you're getting married. You're officially tying the knot, doing the courthouse thing. You're going to have, like a lot of couples do, where they get actually married, they get everything set up, and then they go out and they have the official big blowout, the big happy celebration, all that other fun stuff out there, right? You save up for maybe a year or two uh, when you do that, and then you go and, and blow that. So you're actually getting married. You both agreed to do something super cheap, super cheap, super easy to officially tie the knot. He should get his bachelor party. He should 100% be able to do whatever he wants to do as a bachelor party. It is literally his quote unquote last time to be free. And the fact that you're pregnant kind of does suck. Like it really does suck that like you don't get to go out and have that bachelorette weekend where you get to go see the Chippendale dancers or something like that. Or you get to go have a girls weekend and do what you want to do for fun. So yeah, that kind of sucks. So like as a compromise, like you were talking about communication is key. All right, you get the kid, you have the kid, the kid gets out, you, you feel better, you get back into to life, you get into the swing of it. All right, well, you have a big girls weekend that goes out, right? The fact that he wants to drop one to $3,000 on a bachelor party before he gets married is not a big deal. Like, you're, you're going super cheap to officially get married. If you were planning a big wedding to do things, yes, that would piss me off. But the fact that you're going super cheap, you're, you're tying the knot, you're doing everything, you've got a date set for the, the eloping tells me that he should be able to have his bachelor party. The fact that it, that you're giving the ultimatum does does make you quite an asshole as well, too. Like, the, the age of the man should not ever matter. It What matters is the fact that you're doing a super cheap wedding, you have the wedding date set, you're doing the big fanciful thing later on down the line. You don't know when, you don't know how, you don't know where, you have nothing officially planned, but what you do have planned is the actual date that you're actually getting married, and he wants a bachelor party. You are the asshole lady. There's, 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 there's nothing. It's plain as day. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I see your point totally. Uh, but again, it's just like the way she's presenting it, she could do it better and still get him to not do it. But no, yeah. I mean, like, what's honestly like, what, what is wrong with strippers? Like it is, it is not my cup of tea period. End of story It is purely not my cup of tea. I do not understand the concept whatsoever, but what is what is wrong with strippers and, and guys going to strip clubs? Like, maybe? I don't know. I, I just bartended in them, and you know, hey, there's money in it, but um, you know, whatever. I mean, especially in places where prostitution is not legal, sure, they're gonna fucking excel. But even even when they're not legal, that's kind of a side service that you have to be like a regular customer to find out which girl is down to do whatever and will do it. So anyways, I mean, I could, I could see that problem, but I just, I don't, <clears throat> I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't see why so many women have problems with strip clubs because the whole point is just to, it, it's like window shopping. Isn't that all what a strip club is supposed to be? Just window shopping. Or am I Ish. am I missing the whole concept of a strip club? I don't I don't think it's window shopping. I think it's fantasy living ish. Um, I, I don't know, like because uh, not many guys have access to physically mainstream attractive women that they can be close to. You know, sure you're not supposed to touch, but you in some instances you can if you're not too creepy about it. Um, and you know when you can see a size zero to size six woman and touch her and feel her and she's got the jiggly parts the way you like them versus you're at home with a size 18 
uh, cottage cheese, whatever. And this is just using like mainstream ideas. Like most people don't like overweight women. Some guys do, but you know, an overweight woman that is bitchy and complains and doesn't cook, doesn't clean or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, bad situation you're stuck with at home because, you know, you're don't have the money. You're not attractive enough. You don't have whatever to attract a woman that you would want physically. Then you go and see this idea of a woman that at the very least makes you feel or believe that you are a great looking guy. I think that's what it is. just the idea of a fantasy, but who knows? I could like that. That's, I understand that whole concept. And that is why, that is why I refuse to go. Cause it's all right. That's cool. Like nothing I do means this woman is going to come home and play games with me. Like I could not ask her well enough to like, Hey, let's, let's go back to my place. Let's, I got a PlayStation. I got an Xbox. I got a switch. I got two computers. Like, let's go do something back home. You know, like that's my idea of, of, of bringing a, a woman home and having fun with it. And I know for a fact that they will never do that with me, you know, unless it's, for for a top dollar and i just i've never understood the concept of of strip clubs to begin with i don't know why people do it so i guess hooray for me i don't i don't know I no, just... yeah i mean yeah i get it i i mean i understand it i understand that point of view because i'm like why like this whatever do whatever you want you know what i've come to the conclusion guy hmm. america sucks <laughs> a little bit Close the borders, bitches.